Sweet. A little bit of this. And there's the first thing you have to Is it, it really? Is it? I don't know. We'll say yes. And it kind of played out. <laughs> it's only been a week. If we were on this Wednesday, see, but I didn't have the other Squatch. Sequel. It's in our name. Then, yeah, it would have been a little more. <gasps> yeah, but that's why you got me. Right? So let's go. Uh, it's in the name. We are the game. CM Squatch. Welcome to this weekly sports podcast where I continuously get made fun of for just in general. I mean, not necessarily anything else. Tell, yeah. tell rando people that, hey, I've got a sports podcast. And they're like, oh, cool. What's your favorite sport? Uh, the sports ball. I love the sports ball. Makes sense. <laughs> you like balls. That, hmm. Uh, round balls, oblong balls. Doesn't matter as long yeah. as it's a ball. Yeah, it's a ball. I mean, Balls you can play with your feet. Balls that you can play with your hands. Balls that you can play with your hands and feet. Some balls that you use uh, wooden yeah, uh, get a hit implements with. Yeah, yeah no, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Balls you fight over. You know, if this was two five-year-olds having this conversation, it'd be more innocent. But I, I think you're trying to dirty it up. I, no, <laughs> I've done nothing. I've done nothing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined with the Mr. Magic Mystical Mike Cox. How you doing, bud? Yeah, we're hanging in there. Yeah? Speaking of balls, I bought a new one. <laughs> for the doggo? No, for me. For you? Oh, golf ball? No, not oh. yet. That, that's on the list. I was going to say, we're getting close well, we, to... Well, no, our winner's been extended, remember? <laughs> okay. Fuck that gopher. Hey, that gopher died. He didn't see a shadow. Well, I mean, there's no confirmation that he saw a shadow. He just died. Well, they're just cheating off the Farmer's Almanac. The Farmer's Al- Almanac told us last year, hey, our winner's going to be late yep. and longer. <laughs> so they just make shit up, keeps tourism going. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, last year, by this time, I'd already been golfing six times. I was going to say. Yeah. Because we're already halfway through halfway March. February. February, yeah, February even. <laughs> By March, shit, I, I was going weekly. Mm-hmm. But I'd already been out a lot of times last year by now. Fucking yeah. Facebook keeps reminding me. Assholes. <laughs> all your check-ins and all the pictures with the doggo yeah. on the fucking golf course. Woo. Not this year. No. So, fuck it. I get that. I can't play with my balls outside, I'll play with them inside. <laughs> I went and bought a new bowling ball. Oh, yeah, I did see you tagged in the link. Yeah, see? Huh. We'll find a way to keep our hands on the balls. <laughs> it's good exercise. This is a great show. <laughs> I love this show. I couldn't imagine why we don't have any listeners. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. <laughs> see, see, for your indoor balls, you, you want the big ones. The, no, no, no. Uh, no, no, because that's all that they had in stock. I could have walked away with a 15. I had, I know, I had to special order mine. Oh, did you? Yeah. I don't want that big monstrosity. I want something nice and smooth. You know, you can just hold. I in absolutely your hand and get caress that. Well, love on. Usually, the the indoor balls that I like to play with are numerous, but they're all numbered and stripes all over them. Well, half of them. The other half are solid. 
solid balls. Yeah, mine's... Uh, we're, we, we did not go monochromatic. <laughs> no? No. Did you go themed? No. No? No, I didn't even check the prices on those balls. I already knew. Was that like a $200 bowling ball? No, mine was only 150 which I didn't think was bad. Really? Yeah. I guess I don't know. I've... I go to the lanes, I use their balls. See, I don't like to put my hands on their balls. <laughs> Call me crazy. I, I mean, like having my own ball. Eh, I like it's I not, like using community property like that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I'm a little stuck up. I get that. Yeah. I, I don't like rubbing their putting my hands on their greasy, oily balls. In all fairness, any time that I've ever touched their balls, they've never been greasy. Well, I touched them on Saturday or Friday, and they were pretty oily and greasy. <laughs> See, this is why I like playing with balls with a stick more than anything. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. <laughs> I got nowhere to go with this. That's, that's the... No, you don't. <laughs> Not now. Kind of backed into the corner. Yeah. On your own, nonetheless. Imagine that. I, that story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is this world coming to? So, we had the Super Bowl Sunday. We did. Not, or Super Big Game Bowl? No, we can say Super Bowl. We just can't. Oh, it's a, we can't advertise it. Right. Fuckers. <sighs> can't use any of the logos or anything without their express written permission. What, see, and that, that's so that's always fucked me up. Is that the franchise is the one that has the trademark on the fucking team logos, right? No, each team logo is different. Each team has their the own, own copyright on their own logo. Right, 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 right. So the only thing the, the NFL could come after me for is if I used the NFL's logo. Yes, correct. Now, if each specific individual franchise wants to come after me for using their logos, there's nothing stopping them. Correct. Fuck those guys. Oh, but they're all built greedy ass billionaires and they will absolutely come after you. Yeah, that's true. For that five cents. <laughs> the NFL itself might not. Oh, might. <laughs> yes, they will. We, we got into it last week with the... Get the mm. safe zone with the yeah. Oh, they will abs They will make you <laughs> fucking cover up the Goodyear <laughs> if they're sponsored by Michelin. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> so, uh, no, like shit. I guess before we get into the game, any well, I called it a point and a half game, right? Right. Okay, so this is gonna. This is why people should listen to us. You're gonna get a different breakdown from the experts. Right. I called it a point and a half game. Lo and behold, kickoff, Vegas had it a point and a half. Weird. For Philly. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, there was two mistakes in that game. This is what nobody's talking about. Uh-huh. That penalty on Casey's last, last drive is completely <clears throat> irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Right. The holding penalty. That right. gave him the first yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually completely irrelevant. There was two... There was more than two mistakes, but there was two major mistakes that led to points. Period. Right. Jalen Hurts' fumble returned for a touchdown. Start there. Yes. That gave KC seven points instantaneously. Take those seven points off. 
<clears throat> Take wins. that play away from the game. It didn't happen. Right. And it's 35-31. Billy. Yeah. Well, KC missed a field goal yeah. on a shit field. Yeah. The, that was completely out of the blue. Right. Give KC those three points back. It's still 34. 35 to 34. Yeah. Billy, that's within my point and a half, like I told everybody. Right. Just saying. So you're saying Butker's mishap and then Give the that back out. and take away Phillies. Give them back. I'll right. set them. Right. That's 35-34. That's a one-point game. Yeah. And Philly wins. Yeah. Huh. All right. I can't argue. Now, there were two halves of this game. And... <laughs> It's not the first time we've saw this from KC. Right. Uh, we can go back to the last time they won a Super Bowl. They were down by half, or they were down to And half. remember what happened? They were just laughing and giggling. No, no, no. Oh, you're talking they about how they... They were being taunted. Right. When San Francisco started taking pictures in the fucking end zone. Right. It pissed Kansas City off. Well, in this game... They also got taunted a little bit, too. Huh. By head coach Nick Sirianni. Whenever they started walking back to the other end of the field, and he started waving them back, laughing at them. And then, lo and behold, the call went KC's way. Just yeah. rolled an incomplete pass. Eagles and Sirianni had to walk to the other end. Don't taunt Kansas City. What was, what was Cincinnati's fatal mistake? Burrowhead. Yeah. Yeah. That's everybody's fatal mistake. <clears throat> These guys are assholes. They yeah. can be beaten. Oh, absolutely. They can't stand being taunted. They they dig somewhere that most players don't find a way don't to find get, a way yeah. to. They're true champions. You taunt them. You're fuck they're up gonna your shit. dig <laughs> as deep as they have to to stick it straight up your backside. Yeah. And that's just what they did. Look at the first half score. Oh, yeah. Look at the final score. Mm. 24 to 11 in the second half. Mm-hmm. For KC. Yeah. No, it was... <sighs> the second half was just atrocious. But it wasn't. KC made the plays that had to be made. Right. No, I'm, I'm not saying... Atrocious as in Kansas City didn't do that. No, Kansas City didn't fucking Philly didn't basketball. play bad, though. Even in the second half, they did not play bad. They mm -hmm. just did not play as good as Kansas City. Yeah. That's actually the bottom line that nobody's talking about. Mm -mm. Talk about calls and the quit. Kansas City just played harder. Right. Jalen Hurts was, <laughs> he was mind-boggling. Outside of the one mistake. He actually uh -huh. had two mistakes. He's so cool, calm, and collected. He didn't feel any pressure. No. That led him to take a delay of the game penalty, mm -hmm. which backed him up. Yep. Be and he never once fretted, never once worried. But no. it cost him a drive. Right. So he never felt that sense of urgency that Mahomes felt. Right. And I talked about this at work on Monday. I'm like, I don't know what they did at halftime. But 
Patrick Mahomes, Hunt, nobody on the Chiefs staff can tell me and make me believe, make me believe that they didn't give him something for his ankle. Oh, they absolutely He was did. dragging one leg behind him at halftime walking off the field. Yeah. He comes running back onto the field after halftime. Nah. Dude, that was, that was a 30-minute halftime. Well, I don't know if you've ever had an ankle sprain before. It doesn't take 30 minutes it, to get over. A little bit longer. A little bit. Usually a week. And his was a high ankle sprain, which we've talked about several times. That's four to six weeks. Yeah. 30 minutes, no problem. Hopefully he didn't take Toradol. Hopefully they just gave him some Novocaine, <laughs> which is completely plausible. We'll give you yeah. some Novocaine, numb you up. Yeah, no, that makes... That it's not going to kill all the pain, mm -hmm. but it'll make it bearable. Yeah. Where Toradol just kills all the pain, you have no clue, you're just happy. Yeah, you fuck it up. And you could break that worse. son of a bitch and it doesn't matter, you're going to yeah. run on it. Where Novocaine's going to be a little different. If you break it, you're still going down. Oh, yeah. But he took something at halftime. Had to period. have. Had to have. Because, dude, when after that, after that hit, and it wasn't, I mean. It wasn't a hit. It wasn't a hit. It was. It was just I slapped your ankles and knocked you down. Yeah. And after. And you could tell how bad it was. Oh, yeah. Because the could look on he, his face. You could tell. Because he, he hadn't been really hit that game. No. And you could tell that one play how much that hurt. Oh, yeah. And you. I've had my ankle taped before, during, and after. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it doesn't make it any better just taping it. No. <laughs> no. The pain is still there, my friends. Oh. But I knew, also knew, under no circumstances was he coming out of that game. Oh, no. But the only way he could continue that game and play that way they was had with some to. help. Yeah, they had to you get You got some something. help somewhere, and it wasn't a roll of tape. No. Say what you guys want. That's fine. I understand. But we I, all know better. I, I, I absolutely agree. Because honestly, during the game when it happened, it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Him on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of looked at me like, you wanted Philly to win. It's like, yeah. You but said, I hate both teams well, equally. Well, no, so. and, and the thing was, is they, they kept looking at me like, literally just five minutes ago, you said, aim for the ankle. Take his ass out. It's like, yeah, I said it, but I didn't oh, see, mean I did, it. it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, that's bad. That's I ugly. Did, I didn't mean it. And they're like, but you said it. It's like, it was an internal thought that was just not outward. internal. Yeah, that it was just point. it was just outward. So it was an internal thought. <laughs> and they, they we were like, calling down the wrath of Khan. <laughs> oh. No, and I and that was the whole, so after the game and everything like that, and everybody just looked at me like, didn't you just preach like two weeks ago during the the AC uh, uh, the AFC Championship game about people wanting players hurt? It's like, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Those fucking douchebags. Yeah. Who the hell would ever want? What kind yeah. of low life piece of shit would Wouldn't ever want that? Want ever that? wish that? They just looked at me. <laughs> like, but you just, ah, I didn't want it. I said it, but I didn't want it. Then why would you say it? <laughs> that's, that's what the old lady said. She's like, if, if you didn't want it, why would you say it? And I was like, you know what? I've been asking you that for 13 fucking years. So 
<laughs> Double I mean, stairs with her, you, with, with her yeah. you've got a legit argument on your hands there. <laughs> Double standards all over the place. You get a double standard. You get a double standard. I get a double standard. My takeaway, it was actually a great game. No, it was phenomenal. And you take away those two mistakes. It's still a great game. Oh, yeah. It just goes back the other way. Dude, when Butker missed that field goal, I was dumbfounded. When Jalen Hurts fumbled the football, everybody was dumbfounded. Yeah. It's like, what what the the fuck was that? Was he hit hard? Mm. No, he wouldn't touch. No. Oops. No, it, 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 it's fucking ridiculous. It's super weird. And he still didn't even flinch after that. He just came back out and said, okay, let's go get it back. Yeah. Went and got it back. Which, <laughs> fucking awesome, but, <clears throat> man. Kansas City just dug a little deeper and made a few more tougher plays. No, I loved it. I loved it. I really did. I honestly thought it was one of the better Super Bowls over the last five years. Okay, now let's get to the real heart of the game. Halftime. Well, wait, let's start at the beginning. It's apparently a bunch of people, which I didn't pay any attention to, but I, you know, through the Twitter sphere, you hear about this stupid shit. Right. Everybody bitching about why they break out the black national... This is not breaking news. No. They did it. It started two years ago when George Floyd was murdered. Yeah. This is not a new thing. What yeah. are you throwing a fit about it for now? I don't understand that. And it's, Leave it alone. Yeah. It's a song. It's a song. Yeah, that's, that's what fucked me up. Holy. I was like, are we going to have like I a... I get pissed off if they don't play America the Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Is a shit ton better song, honestly. It was the original national anthem. <laughs> yeah, a shit ton better song. Just saying. Leave him alone. No. Jesus, calm down. He's a fairly calm guy. Not at certain points in time. If you read the good book. Well, the good book, yeah. But I was he talking tore about some shit up. I was talking about Jesus from work. Yeah. He's a different dude. Jesus, Jesus, whatever. Not doing a lot of carpentry <laughs> over there. Actually. Okay, never mind. I stay corrected, <laughs> sir. Side job. <laughs> Funny thing then is. In halftime, I didn't know Rihanna was pregnant. I had no clue. Uh, me either. Until I saw her, and I'm like, that bitch looks like she's pregnant. Uh huh. And she's 200 feet in the air. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm sober, single. Athletic, in shape, not knocked up. No, thank you. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. Nah. I don't understand the backlash on Rihanna's halftime performance. I don't either. Like, so she wasn't moving around like you wanted to. Clearly, she's pregnant. She's two hundred reasons feet why. Yeah. No. Come uh, on, man. Honestly, like. I wasn't leave that chick alone. She's a legit billionaire. Yeah. No. She didn't fake her way with a fake sex tape. She earned her money. No, look fake. How? Name her sex tape. No, not Rihanna's. The sex tape that you're talking about. Yeah. It didn't look fake. No, the sex tape was real. Yeah, okay. It being stolen was fake. Oh, that part. Okay. That was completely fake. That wasn't yeah, that wasn't a legit leak. That That was was an inside job. Yeah. Agreed upon by all parties involved, oh, including yeah. Mom, mm-hmm. the ringmaster, 
I'm pretty sure mom was holding the camera. And uh, Rihanna's actually a legit billionaire. Oh, yeah. Where the rest of them are actually fake. They're not true billionaires. <clears throat> no. Rihanna's a true billionaire. Yeah, she actually earned all that. She worked her ass off. Yeah. Leave that woman alone. See, I didn't have, I didn't have anything against... She just didn't get to do all the songs that I liked. No, and that was where I was coming from. I was like... Now, she did nothing but hits. Right. But she didn't do my hits. Exactly. And that's where I was kind of like, lackluster, but that's because I'm biased. I wanted to hear my songs. But I I got to hear Rude Boy, so that soothed it over a little little bit bit. for me. A little bit. But outside of that, I'm like, what the fucking poor woman... What's the vitriol and backlash on Rihanna? Yeah, double standards. You get a double standard, Rihanna gets a double standard. And what is it with the hillbillies still preaching for Metallica? You understand they all shop at Gucci, right? (laughs) That's just a real thing. Well, no, I know that's real, but people are still claiming they want Metallica for the Super Bowl. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Why? <laughs> well, to begin with, uh, who pays for the Super Bowl? It's not the poor hillbillies that keep spending 50 bucks an album. No. No. Sorry, no, no, folks. No. It's still the billionaires that don't listen to Metallica. You're never going to have a Metallica Super Bowl. Quit. And then my second argument is they shop at Gucci and Dolce and Gabbana, too. Yeah, they're just. They like only wear movie. those black clothes now on stage. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. It's a uh, made-up look to make you feel special and important. So give that up. Yeah. Because they don't want to perform that halftime show anyways. Fifteen years ago. Guarantee they wanted to. Oh, Today, absolutely. No. Like, no. I got, Why would I want to do that shit? Lars is going to fly out to You want me to get you. out of, get my fat, lazy, old billionaire ass up off my couch to go perform for 10 minutes? No. Nah. Don't think so, bro. No. No. Lars is going to tell you it's going to interrupt his wine tasting and his fucking gala. Thank you. Half <laughs> else. Uh, I'm. He's still, he's still a Gucci. Shot yeah. With his sandals and socks, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he wears he wears socks with his sandals. Kirk's still drooling over his last fifteen fucking guitars that he hand signature his fucking signature design. And Trejo's still in the closet, going, "I, I can't believe I'm still part of Metallica." <laughs> <laughs> He's probably the only real part left. The only one. <laughs> <laughs> Still doesn't know how to play Metallica music. No, no. How the fuck did I get in this band? Like, fuck it, I'm here. It's suicidal (laughs) tendency still. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, he's still jamming out like it's 1989. Damn, fuck it. Let him. I got no problem with it. Just saying it's not going to happen at the Super Bowl. No, not at all. (laughs) No, he... Danny probably suck off a goat to make it happen. He might, but... Everybody else, yeah, no, pretty no. not interested. Otherwise, they would have been there by now. They would have toned it down. They would have corporated it up. Yep. <laughs> but they just would have been like, yeah, 
They're like, do I want to go to the Super Bowl or do I want to stay on my yacht? Uh, do I want to go to Milan for the weekend or do I want to go to fucking Arizona to play at the Super Bowl? Fuck Arizona. Why would I do that? <laughs> You're only going to pay me what? Dude. Dude. That's my streams over the weekend. Shut up. Over the weekend? Fuck, that was the last 20 minutes. You just wasted 20 minutes of my time talking to me about this. <laughs> Okay, so let's uh, look at the aftermath of the Super Bowl. Right. <coughs> Man, how times have changed in what three, four years? Yeah. Because Bienemy's been the head court, the, the the head offensive coordinator of Kansas City for five years now. Right. Let me break out some stats for you. Uno momento por favor. Wow, you put some stank on that. That almost sounded Kinda got authentic. Kind of got to. Okay. These are the number one offensive ranks in the NFL since 2018. Right. Points per game, 28.4. Guess who had that? 28.4 points a game? 28.4 points <clears throat> per game since, since 2018. 2018. 18 was five years ago. I would say... City. Yards per game, number one in the NFL, 406.2. Guess who had that? Again, uh, Kansas City. Five years? Sure, yeah, five years. Five years? Well, I know Philly's fucking awesome. Philly's only had this year. Yeah, and that's how long's what I'm been, How long's Dak been the starting quarterback of Dallas? Six? Remember, remember Dax ranks. Uh, Don't ever forget. Yeah. Okay. So Dallas. Q, total QBR, seventy-five. It, over five. That's years? number one over five years. Total QBR for for one one single. All of these stats are one, one single, single franchise. Oh, fuck. Each leader is a franchise. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 28.4 points per game is one franchise. 406.2 yards per game is one franchise. 75 QBR is one franchise. Third down percentage, 49% is one franchise. Oh, shit. Can I'm you name the franchises involved in those top four stats? Number one in all. Those are first NFL ranked. Okay, so points per game. Yards per game. So points per game, Casey. Yards per game, I would, would love to say Dallas. QBR? One franchise. What franchise had the total QBR leader since 2018? Well, I'd have to say Kansas City on that one. Remember, Aaron Rodgers was back-to-back MVP. For great, oh. Yeah, stop and think of that. QBR. Brady had an MVP z- season in there. <sighs> yep. Fucking Mahomes had an MVP season in there. Lamar. Lamar had an MVP season and in then, there. So Rodgers had the other two. So, okay, down, so I was, 49% third down. What does that sound like? 49% third down. You're thinking third and short, right? Wouldn't a rut, running, pounding offense 
be closer to 49%. Yeah. Yeah. Lamar was MVP one year, wasn't he? Okay, so Baltimore? So- is- sounds- yeah, those are all KC. Those are all KC? Every fucking one of those stats is all KC. Guess who their offensive coordinator's been since 2018? Eric Bieniemy. Guess how many head coaching interviews he's had since 2018? One. Twelve. Really? Twelve times. In five years. You know why? Because everybody... I just told you why. Well, yeah. He's the best. Absolutely. Okay. Now, let's look at all the offensive coordinators under Andy Reid before BNME. Oh, fuck. Nash? Or not not Nash. Ah, shit. Chicago guy. They got fired. God damn it. You know what? Every single offensive coordinator underneath Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, Frank Wright, all these guys got head coaching opportunities. Name the one dude that didn't. Eric Bieniemy. Who's been the offensive coordinator holding down the number one stats the longest? Eric Bieniemy. Uh, and I the reason I bring this up is because Philly just lost it's Sean McDermott. Jim Harbaugh was pre. Yeah. Matt Nagy's the dude I was thinking of. Yep. Chicago kid. So keep scrolling down, because we'll get into some more. And there's Peterson right there. Yep. Look at that. Ron Rivera. Rivera was fucking... Look at that. He was under Reed? Yep. No shit. Yep. Huh. Todd Bowles. Oh, shit. Defense coordinator. Pat Shermer. That was back in the Philly days. So now we're digging really deep. Yeah. Frazier was Philly days. Spagnola Philly days. Children's Philly. Yeah. But I was look, focusing upon the top. Right. All those white guys got head coaching opportunities. All of them. Peterson, Nagy, and uh, McDermott. All of them. Huh. BME took over for Nagy. Okay. Hmm. And so Maggie got a head coaching opportunity and fired with a number one overall court or number two overall draft pick. Yeah. What what are we doing? What are we looking at now? We're completely after twelve interviews, you already know after two interviews, the dude doesn't interview well. Does that make him a bad coach? Uh, obviously not. Obviously not. Numbers don't lie. We know that when he was a coach at Boulder, Colorado, right, there was some shit going up. We know that. What's he done in the NFL over the past five years that would say he's that guy? Not one thing. Not one thing. Not one thing. What are we doing? Nitpicking. No. No, we're not. I would like to be able to say that. No. Now, how many times have I fought against this particular card? Uh, Almost every time. A lot, because when Brian Flores came out about his shit, you were a little on the a little because on the fence. Because Harbaugh on got fired for the exact same reason. Right. I had a counterpart. You did. Show me the counterpart in this. You can't. Because let's let's look at look at fucking Denver. You hired Hackett for one reason and one reason only. Yep. You wanted Aaron Rodgers. Because Hackett's that 
No, wait, no that's not true. Hackett's that good, right? No. Well, clearly he was. Oh, because Look at he what was... he did with Aaron Rodgers. We bring him in. He ruined Russell Wilson, who the year before threw 40 touchdown passes. Yeah, and he only had like 12, if that. No, 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah. So now the Jets hire Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Why? Uh, they want Rodgers. Period. It ain't gonna happen. Well, it just goes to show a good quarterback doesn't need the fucking offensive coordinator. Oh, absolutely not. <clears throat> but quit but. hiring these offensive coordinators as your head coach, and then bringing in a quarterback that sucks. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm tired of that narrative. Wilson doesn't suck. No, he He's doesn't. Not, he wasn't done and washed up. He threw literally 40 touchdowns last year. Yeah. To 12 this year. Yeah. And the only reason why anybody was fucking pissed about Russell Wilson last year is because he was fucking injured. And... Well, no, now these players are starting to not play through injury. Right. What, you blame what, them? Do I blame them? I don't blame them. Fuck no. Not getting, one bit. You're getting paid regardless. Why fucking kill yourself? Oh, wait. I'm Why hearing, kill yourself anyways? I'm hearing it now. Never mind. Yeah. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I'm going to be one of them hypocriticizers. If I keep talking. But no. But, I, uh, why, why the fuck is Eric being at me out of all the offensive groovers everybody's looking at? Why has he not gotten the job? When every other white dude that led an offense under Andy Reid, even though ever they 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 fell underneath the same stipulations, yeah, actually a lot of them didn't. Yeah. Now, underneath Bienemy uh, and Reid, Reid still has the final call, final say on the, the play call. Right. But it's Bienemy's responsibility to call the play, and Reid will say yay or nay and change it if he wants to. Right. But the other dudes didn't even have that. No. Reed was calling the fucking plays under the uh, over the other dudes. So Reed actually relinquished the majority of the play calling to be enemy. Yeah. And he's the one that doesn't get the job. That, I'm just gonna say it out loud. McDermott, when he went to Buffalo, he hired Dable as his offensive coordinator. Right. McDermott didn't call one offensive play in Buffalo. He still got hired. Yeah. Yeah, he did. All right, I'm, I'm just going to say it. We, we're, we're if both, it walks we're like to... a duck, it quacks like a duck, <sighs> and can't fart underneath water like a duck. Duck's a duck. Uh, it, there's only so many times I can sit here and be slapped in the face with a dick before I have to turn around and realize I might be getting slapped in the face with a dick. I've got no legit good arguments anymore. It's, it's a pretty big dick. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, it no, I... I Dude, what, with, with... What other explanation can we draw? From afar. <sighs> from afar? Outside looking in, you really fucking can't. And it's not trying to sound woke or any of that fucking bullshit. It has bullshit. nothing to do with it. No. It's legit racist. No, I think if you got a dick, you should piss in a certain bathroom. Yeah. Not mine. Dad, just, my bathroom's my bathroom. 
throw your pee outside. So I'll pee on the floor. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> cool with me. No. It, They're just, this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And we can go back and we we can pick out, we can pick out scenes of uh, Mahomes and maybe read, not read, but uh, be enemy catches the blackboard you're riding my homeless coattails cool why didn't Hackett get that with Rogers maybe you're riding Rogers coattails yeah Hackett didn't get that treatment why is the enemy but we can go about this on every angle you want to look at mm-hmm. uh, super weird super weird <laughs> yeah look at all the pictures there's one fucking dude missing and only one dude Bunch of bullshit. Only one dude is missing. Okay, there's Billichek Street. Yeah. Alright, I'm getting distracted. Yeah, it's we, uh Well, I mean I've been I've been wanting to go down that fucking rabbit hole of coaching trees for a while. And it's really cool. And it's a lot of times it's a good thing. And you can right. see where, you know, maybe they're not no, they're just this coaching tree is proved to be successful. It has a higher prestige and than Andy Reid's coaching tree has proven to be successful. Yeah. So why not this guy? We've had offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, special teams coordinators. Dude, whatever the ex- Everything but this one guy. Outside of the legitimate excuse that we... Yes, it's pure speculation from the outside looking in, but a high probability of what the excuse is... What kills me is that I don't give a shit if he does interview badly. Meaning, well, and that's why I said I get it after year one, year two. Right. Bad interview. Five I years that. though. But now we know he's just a bad interviewer. No. Does that mean he doesn't produce? No. Well, it, no. We've got a body of work here that says no dude produces. Yeah. An abundant. He produces it well number one ranked in every category that matters mm-hmm. over a span of five years yeah no it's and he's he's not broken he's not been in trouble one time yeah no. and we can go through and nitpick the the sideline views of him and the quarterback Mahomes fighting you want to see some fights between quarterback and their coach well go check out Brady uh, go check out Brady and O'Brien Oh, Lord. Those dudes had to be separated all the time. O'Brien still got a head coaching job. Uh-huh. And then was allowed to take over the GM job to boot after yeah. he tortured the franchise just to drive it deeper into debt. And that fucking narrative that they tried to push between LaFleur and fucking Rodgers. Oh, they hate each other. No, they love each other. No, they hate each other. No, they love each other. No, it, it was always a back and forth the fucking first season that LaFleur was there with the Packers. Yeah, thirteen and three, horrible season. Yeah, Rogers MVP. Yeah, clearly they don't get along. No, they so they come they back the next year where Rogers isn't even at training camp. No, shows up ish for the preseason. Hey, that's another MVP that he wasn't supposed to get. Yep. Hey, yeah, get out of here. No, and, and that's what I say. It is like to nitpick the enemy like this. This. This goes beyond nitpicking. It just, yeah. it has to. There's no way around it. No legitimate excuse. No. None. Byron Leftwich, Tampa Bay. 
Yeah. When Arians retired, I fully expected Lepwich to be the coach in waiting. He's taken over. Nope, Raheem Morris. I'm like, but we already watched him fail as a head coach. Yeah. And so after this debacle of a season in Tampa Bay, we fire Byron Leftwich and all the assistants. Leftwich, three out of four years, led a top five offense. Yeah. Only two of those years had Brady. That means that he led a top five offense with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Blind. He's still unemployed. What are we doing? It sounds pretty clear what we're doing. What are we doing? Just whitewashing all the head coaches. That's all. If you pull up the XFLs, uh, get to know your head coaches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why don't you pull that up? We'll take a quick pause. Let you pull that up. I don't know if this is exactly what you're looking for. Not exactly, but it lists their names. That's good enough. Yeah. Okay, it'll work. We can work with it. All right. Actually, I kind of wanted to get into this anyway. Cool. So. You ready? Yeah. Now, yeah, there's yeah. eight teams in the XFL? Yes. Okay. Start at number one. Okay. So, starting at number one, we're going down to Texas, next door neighbors. Well, this is where the no, stadium is. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Arlington Renegades. <clears throat> Coached by one and only Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops. Who everybody for the past decade had been waiting to go to the NFL. Yeah. He didn't want to deal with the bullshit. Right. So he never did. Nope. But the second time he's had a stint as a minor league coach. Really? Yes. Oh. What color is he? White. Okay. He's buff. Yeah, yeah. But he's understandable. He's got a track record. Oh, absolutely. I mean, fuck, he was the head coach over at OU for 17 years. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, 17 years, fucking won the championship. No, 18 seasons. 18 seasons, okay. He won the Big 12 title in 18 seasons. He didn't win it every year. No. So, over 20 seasons, because I know K-State knocked him, took it away from him one year. Right. 191 to 48 record. But he's white. Yes. That's all we're focusing on for this. Right, right, right. But he's justified... As a white coach. Absolutely. Okay. Next. Uh, DC Defenders with Reggie Barlow. So we're one for one so far. Now we hit DC, Reggie Barlow. Do you know who he is? Barlow played eight seasons in the NFL with Jaguars. So that means no, you don't know who he is. No, I don't. So go ahead and read it. Okay. Barlow, who played eight seasons in the NFL with the Jaguars. Oakland Raiders and the Tampa Bay Bucks as a receiver and a kick returner. Coached 13 seasons for HBCU. Historically black colleges. Yep. For joining the XFL, Barlow coached eight seasons in his alma mater, Alabama State. Which is an HBCU. Yep. Uh, from 07 to 14 before coaching another five seasons at Division II Virginia State. Which is another HBCU. Yep. From 16 to 21. He is sitting at an 83 to 58 record. Can you guess his color? Reggie Barlow? Yeah. I would assume black. Reading his resume. Yeah. I okay. Ass- I would assume he's black. So we're one and one. One and one. We're at 50%. Yeah. Okay. Hey, look at that. Look at that. All right. We're going to the Houston Roughnecks with Wade Phillips. Don't read his resume. We don't have enough time. No. He's white. 
but his status as a head coach is completely justified. Fair. Moving on. So we're we're two to one. Gotcha. Uh, we're looking at the Orlando Guardians with Terrell Buckley. Terrell Buckley. Terrell Buckley. You don't know who Buckley is. He's a 2,000-yard halfback for the Denver Broncos that led John Elway to his first Super Bowl win. No shit. When Elway, Elway didn't get a Super Bowl ring until he was old. He rode his Super, he rode Terrell Buckley to a Super Bowl win. So Mike Shanahan was their head coach. From 92 to 05, he was on seven teams. And he was in the fucking 01, 01 championship with Patriots. Yeah. Huh. Worked at college, as a college coach for 15 seasons after retiring as a player. Oh no, Terrell Buckley, he was a cornerback from Florida State. Yep. Had 50 career interceptions in the NFL. Yes. So, guess what color Buckley is? Black. He's black. So we're two and two. Two and two. Look at that. All right. San Antonio Brahmas. Buckley was a Doak Walker Award winner in college at Florida State. That's the uh, best defensive back in the nation. No shit. Yes. Okay. Uh, the San Antonio Brahmas, they have Heinz Ward. Hey, you ever heard of him? Name sounds familiar. To the receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh-huh. Guess what color he is? Black. Hey, we're two and three. Look at that. Remember, we've got eight teams. Right. So we're at five. Uh, Seattle Sea Dragons with Jim Hazlitt. Okay, he's former uh, coordinator and head coach of the Giants. He's white. Yeah. So we're three and three. Three and three. Still at 50%. St. Louis finally getting another fucking professional team. Uh, Battlehawks with Anthony Becht. Okay, he's tight end for the Jets. He was drafted by the Jets and played mostly for the Jets, but he, he tumbled around a little bit. Yeah. Okay, Bucks, Bucks Rams, Rams, Cardinals, Cardinals. But the majority of his career was with the Jets. And he, he's a real white Italian dude. Yeah. So we're four and three. Four and three. And then, last but not least, we got the Vegas Vipers with Rod Woodson. You probably don't know, but anybody not named you knows exactly who the fuck Rod Woodson is. He's a Hall of Fame cornerback safety with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Yeah, he black. We're so, four and four. We maintain our 50%. The XFL can do it. Why can't the NFL? What are we doing? Mm. If there's not a more scathing review than that. Yeah. I can't put it out there. Yeah. All of these guys have coaching experience at NFL, college, and minor leagues. Yeah. Just like every fucking coordinator in the... What are we doing? Yeah. No, that... The enemies ran the number one offense in every category that matters for five years. Fucking A. Brian Flores was winning games even after the team traded away Half every... The team. No, no. Every no, good every, player not named Xavier Howard. Yeah. He was still winning. Got fired. Because he won. He was going to get fired if he was losing, just like like Houston with Levy Smith. Mm -hmm. That's why he won that game. He knew, I'm getting fired 
anyways. Right. So if I'm going to get fired, fuck I'm you. I'm going out winning. Yeah. I'm going for two. And that's the thing is like, that's what made what sense for Flores. Because we replaced, you know, Lovey Smith replacing Houston? That would be another black head coach. Yeah. Guess who replaced Lovey Smith? A white guy? No, a black head coach. Really? They've had three years of three black head coaches. Huh. Now stop and think of that. Huh. What are we doing? Houston. We have problems. Legitimately. I don't think it's your guy uh, that you label as the head coach. Uh, I don't think it's... Race has anything to do with it. What are we doing? Hmm. Being a bunch of fucking morons. Granted, that's something the NFL has tried and true history for. You gotta argue against me for a second. Yeah? Yeah. And I wouldn't think stuff like this could happen. But hell, when have you got it narrowed down to 32 dudes, you'd never know. Right. The only way, because I'm like, it, so let him be racist. I've gone on this. Go ahead. Yeah. The cream will rise to the top, and it won't be the racist fuck. No, no, no. That's just like capitalism. Yeah. Let it be. Quit supporting the, the shit. Yeah. Don't pay for the shit. Yeah. It'll fall out on its own. Oh, absolutely. It'll, It'll go to the wayside quick, fast, and in a hurry. Quicker than a lot of people will actually and Unless you prop it up artificially. And continuously fucking perpetuating the fucking if narrative. If you fund it and keep it going, yeah, yeah, then it can't just lose and fall out to the wayside. No. So about the only, because, and that's my argument. Don't need a sanction on doing any of that shit. The, the smart owners will hire the best coaches and put the best coaches in place, period. Yeah. And they will win out and the the racist losers will lose. Absolutely. Unless there's a conspiracy, and it would have to be a conspiracy at the top. Absolutely. To make sure that eh, we can't have this happening. Yeah. Because when you break down the the, the numbers, uh-huh. unfortunately, and this is sad to say, it takes a black coach on average seven years to progress to the next position than his white counterpart. Seven years more or seven years in total? Seven years more to get to the next stepping stone. That is... Now, that's taken a lot of data over a long period of time. Yeah. That's a lot. It is. And so we can say, yeah, but we've been promoting more frequently recently. Well, we can. But why do we still have an outlier like Eric the Enemy? Right. I honestly... Okay, no. Outside looking in. And Brian Flores. Yeah. He was winning. Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Josh's guy in Detroit. Right. 
He coached, he was a head coach at two different spots. He first took over for Tony Dungy when Dungy retired from Indianapolis. Uh-huh. With a winning record. Right. Caldwell had a winning record in Indianapolis after Tony Dungy. He goes to Detroit, takes him to the playoffs back-to-back years. And gets fired. With a winning record. Yeah. Raheem Morris, losing record. Todd Bowles, losing record. Leslie Frazier, losing record. Caldwell, Jim Caldwell, winning record. Both head coaching stints. Hasn't been a head coach since Detroit. He led Matthew Stafford to the playoffs in back-to-back fucking years with winning records. He was Dungy's offensive coordinator in Tampa Bay and Indianapolis. That's how he took over him in Indianapolis. What are we doing? Again, it sounds pretty fucking obvious. Sounds scathing whenever you actually stop. And look at all the evidence. And look at the evidence. Yeah. And what the fuck are we doing? Now. You know who hired, just hired, Jim Caldwell? Who? Frank Reich in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah? You know why? Guess where Frank Reich got his, his coaching start? In Indianapolis yeah. under Jim Caldwell. So. So now the dude that gave Frank Reich his start is fucking... has to work for him. How oh. demeaning does that sound to you? No, it's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. Now, out of all these coaches, all of these offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, assistant coaches, all these guys that have Right now, as we're talking, everybody's speculating that Eric Bieniemy, because his contract runs out this year with KC. Right. He's going to take a lateral move to go to Washington? No. Like, how is that hit that dude's best option? No. To leave Reed Mahomes and the Chiefs. To go to fucking Slur to Kingdom? Go to that dumpster fire. No. No. Why the fuck? Why would anybody even speculate a move like that? Because he'll get out from underneath Reed's shadow where there won't be any second guessing. He is the man. But he, Now, all the Chiefs players have actually finally, after the Super Bowl, came out and mass support for enemy. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, no, this dude's the real deal. Love Coach B. They don't, they just, I love Coach B. Yeah. Love him. So, this, okay. Now, you didn't think we could go there on this song about well, one no, no, Super no. Bowl game. No, no, no. I actually, Here we are. I couldn't believe it. But look at both Philly, the yeah. other team in the Super Bowl. Right. They just lost both their offensive and defensive coordinators. Right. To head coaching jobs. They've been coaching as offensive and defensive coordinators for five years. No. Nope. They no. haven't. Fucking the offensive and coordinators only been there. Only have been there two years. Two years. Two years. Both of them. Two yeah. years. And both of them just got head coaching jobs after two years, and one Super Bowl appearance. Okay, so I want I want and to not s- number one in any category. I want to say this one thing. I'm not trying to justify shit. I just want to say this, then see if it could be a possibility. 
Now with all this bullshit about the lack of hiring black coaches, the lack of interviewing black coaches and everything else like that, all these excuses. No, 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 I agree. But what I'm getting at is, do you think, because the enemy has been the number one name over the last four years that has been brought up about this, do you think that they could be using that as a cop-out of he's too high profile? No. No? No. You don't think anybody would use that as a cop-out to ridiculous. not hire? That's ridiculous. Name one owner that says, wait, wait, that dude is too high profile. Because no <laughs> billionaire owner wants more eyeballs on their product. <laughs> Get out. That is the weakest shit. No, I've ever actually heard. That's what I'm saying. Is is like I'm just gonna throw okay, it out so there. Okay, so Conor McGregor's too high profile. <laughs> we can't handle him. <laughs> that's literally what you're saying. Who's giving him a cop out? Not Michael to be racist. Michael Jordan is too high profile. Oh, absolutely. We don't want him in Washington D.C. Absolutely, I agree with that 100. percent Really? No. <laughs> that, that, that's a legit question you just asked. It's the exact same same scenario. I honestly say that somebody will throw that out there as the excuse and to cover up their racism. Th- th- that's not even a viable excuse. Mm. The only thing that's a viable excuse for is, why did you hire that dude? Right. I want eyeballs on my product. Right. That's why I hired no, that it dude. It would be more of a fucking thing. It's the whole argument of, how the fuck does Conor McGregor keep getting these headlining pay-per-views when he hasn't won a it's fight not, in five years? Because it's, it's Conor McGregor. But, because he's high profile right. and we need eyeballs. But the thing is, so for your argument that you're spouting off right now, why hasn't anybody jumped up at the opportunity to take the enemy? Again, the cop-outs are fucking there. No, the cop-outs are not there. But what, that's what I'm saying, though, is with your what, with your reasoning for these billionaires, hey, he's high profile, everybody's bringing up the enemy, why the fuck don't I just take him and get more fans in my seats to fucking do this? Why don't you? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit, and it all just points back to everybody being racist. Unfortunately, uh, well, I don't like to play not, that. Not everybody. Not everybody. Just these 32 we dudes. Find, we can find 32 dudes. These 32 dudes, yeah. And they get the cop out from Houston. Yeah, which... Well, Houston just hired a black head coach. Yeah, they they interviewed B enemy for the past three fucking hiring cycles. Yeah. Still didn't hire him. Nope. Hmm. No, we went the guy. We went with the guy less proven. Because <laughs> that—that's my point. Makes sense. That's my point. The guys from Philly, both of them, that just got hired. I'm not saying they're not worthy. What I'm saying is they are less proven than Eric Bieniemy. Right. Eric Bieniemy's done it for five years in a row. And both those guys have only done it for two. No, they no, did it one. for one. Just this, this year. Just this year. They did it for one. And honestly, I'd put that in fucking retrospect because they were there for two. They were there for two. And they could only pull it off for one year? One. Mm. And how long has the enemy been in Kansas City? More than five years. He's been the offensive coordinator for five Five years. Five years. Fair. Fair. Well, okay. So in a position at Kansas City like that, only for five years. Five years. Whereas both of those asshats, two years. Name another offensive coordinator that's led the league in the four categories that matters the most for three years and a, didn't get a head coaching opportunity. Go ahead, I'll wait. Matt LaFleur in Green Bay, really old, is he? No. 
He he lead an offense to number one in every category for five years in a row, did he? No. <laughs> he wasn't even an offensive coordinator for five years. No. Got Green Bay's job. What about McVay? Where'd McVay Let's come look from? Look at McVay. The slurs. McVay started in Washington? Yeah. Under Gruden. Oh, oh yeah. Jay Gruden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then transitioned to Shanahan. Yep. Yeah. You want to keep going? We can we can roll, baby. Yeah, this is like really we can only, do this. The only coordinators that I've paid attention to. Yeah. Which is so let's look at the Mc, Mc, McVay coordinators. Sad to say, because Brandon Staley. They're all white. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> huh. It, it hurts to say. It really does. I mean, but when you look at it, right? It's white, white, white. Now, I do understand nepotism in the NFL. That I do get at the coaching level. Oh, absolutely. Because these young kids that come in when when their dads and their grandfathers are coaches and coordinators, mm-hmm. they just, from the time they're five years old, all they do is study the game with dad and grandpa. Yeah. And learn all this little, little shit. No, that absolutely makes sense. The nepotism does make sense to an extent, as long as it produces. But let's... I mean, can't tell me white people's the only one that just study the game. I understand the players don't study the game the same way that people that can't produce at that athletic level right. study the game. Yeah. You're telling me that, that no black guy or gal just isn't going to be quite as athletic as the next, and so they can't play, so they just study the game a little bit more? No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. No, they absolutely can. It yeah. absolutely happens. And they can do better than any of the white counterparts that they can come across. They can. Maybe. They, or they maybe can. they can do equal. Right. That's. I'm. I'm pretty unracist. I don't. Give me a dentist. I don't give a fuck what color you are. No, as long as you have all from. your teeth. <laughs> I just want to know you're the best. Yeah. My pilot flying my plane. Don't give a shit if you got titties or a dong. You'd be from fucking Dazakhstan. I just want to know that you're the best pilot. Fucking from Dazakhstan. Don't God care. Goddamn. Uh, my dentist, black. Immigrant yeah. from Africa. Yeah. She's awesome. Oh, she's a sweet lady. I know who love you're talking the, about. Love yeah, her sweet. to death. I, I won't go to anybody else. Told her, I, I, well, I think I need to do this. She's like, yep, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just want the best. I don't give I don't give a crap about sex, no. race. Any, I want the best. Well, it's like the dude that did well, my vasectomy. You're staring. <coughs> Not the best. Right. Dude can't get a job. Right. How is that possible when you literally are staring down the barrel of the best. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've already stated it a few times. Pretty racist. It, it, everything points now, to Now, how many one... times have I beat this drum? I've rallied <sighs> against it several times. Oh, yeah. No, you have. And, and the thing <sighs> is, is the argument is this. You should always look at the candidate that is the best suited for the job, regardless of color. But when you continue to overlook the best candidate for the job because of color that's a fucking problem who's the best candidate 
Eric Bieniemy. Maybe at the, the dude that's ranked number one in every category that wins games for five years. No, no, wait. No, I understand that Houston's right. No, no, defense wins games. Apparently, they haven't read the updated rule book from the NFL. I was gonna say. Um, Isn't that skewed to the offensive side of the ball? All the fucking way. All the fucking way. So why do we keep hiring defensive guys to lead our franchise? I don't fucking know. Alright, whatever. That's what they're doing. They they do make sure they're black. Yeah. That way that everybody can make sure they fail. Hmm. Oh. Every single they're, no. they're two for two so far in two years. Yeah. Defensive and black. Failed. Fired. Will they ever get another shot? Those guys, probably not. Unfortunately. Now we get into, well, why don't these guys just take any opportunity? Because you're set up for failure. Look at Brian Flores. Yeah, he was told to lose. And he didn't and got fired because he couldn't lose. It wasn't in his nature to lose. Right. Which is... I'm a fucking champion, which... Kind of once you want. Yeah. That was a one year, the two years that that Bill Belichick wasn't the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. of New England was because Brian Flores was there. Yeah. Matt Patricia was never actually labeled as a defensive coordinator in New England. <laughs> Brian Flores was. Oh fucking a. Because Belichick knew he's a fucking winner. Yeah. He's not going to let me lose. No. Dude. <laughs> Doesn't matter the pieces of paper I throw on defense for him. He's That dude is going to find a way to make sure we win. And he did. He did the same thing in Miami and got fired for it. Yeah. Well, he he we're, didn't want to play Tua. We're, Why we're, didn't he want to play Tua? Because Tua's going to get broke. Hey, what did what just got proved this year? Toa got broke. Toa's gonna get broke. Yeah. Can't have a consistent offense. Not once, not twice. But if your uh, quarterback gets it, broke every other week. Yeah. Which, which, is exactly what the fuck I said. What have I said the whole time we've done this show? What's the best ability in any sport? Availability. Bam. And so, why would your head coach have? confidence in you if he knows damn good and well your availability is shit right and see that's what pissed me off is because during that whole fucking fire sale oh they're playing they're tanking they're tanking for Tua why why would you tank for Tua when you know he's accident prone he's got a tendency no mine changed because I was the first year I was on the tank for Tua bandwagon because they tanked two years to get Tua right until I watched Trevor Lawrence beat Tua's ass in the fucking championship game. And I was like, no, no, we're taking for Trevor now. Yep. Flores won too many games to actually get Trevor. So, got saddled with we had Tua. To, had to fucking take Tua. The, all that effort. That he didn't want. All that effort that Flores, <laughs> that Flores fought against so much not he to got. get Tua. Still got Tua. Yep. Sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's called shit burger. Tastes fucking delicious. <laughs> oh fuck.
I can toss some more fucking flames onto this fire if you want. Dude. You ready? You ready? I'm shocked we've gone this long. Oh, I can keep it going. Here, let's go. All right. So, uh, big, I rape everybody in the bathroom. Roethlisberger. Yep. Yep, yep. Got his own podcast now. Doing quite well, too. Of course. Imagine that. Yeah, um, he just doles all upon Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Really? Oh, yeah. Loves them. They're the greatest thing ever invented. Does he go to the bathroom with them? <laughs> well, he might want to. I'm going to take a guess say they don't go to the bathroom with him. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, he's like, you know, what? the way these guys do it. He really only mentions Reed and Mahomes. Yeah. He mentions the enemy one times, the other 35 times, Reed and Mahomes. The way that they just come up and make shit up and practice. Never mentions the enemy who actually designs and calls the fucking place. Yeah. I... But he does, however... Who... You've heard me mention it before. Who do I think the best head coach in football is? Mike Tomlin. And why? Because that's a badass motherfucker. A rapist. And a fucking TikTok star. (laughs) What the fuck is this? And won a Super Bowl with him. Yeah. So the rapist decides that he's going to out Tomlin on the same podcast. Well, he's God. sucking on Reed Slong. Well, it, all of our players always said, you know, our two-minute drill, no huddle, was our best offense because we weren't relying upon the coaching staff calling the plays. Are you shitting me? No. Threw Tomlin straight under the fucking bus. Are you fucking shitting now, me? Now, let me ask you one more question. Who's a... Well, let's go three questions. Yeah. The longest-tenured NFL coach... Tomlin. No. No. Bilicek. Bilicek. Second longest. Would be Tomlin. Would be Tomlin. Yeah. How many players throw Bilicek under the bus? I haven't heard anybody. Well, Gronk did a little. I'm sure somebody has. Gronk did a little. Yeah. But like... But Gronk didn't throw him under the bus. He just said it wasn't fun. Right. It wasn't fun. The only thing I can retort with that is it's a fucking job. It's not supposed to be fun. Now, if it can be fun, then absolutely. That's the best of both worlds. Yada, yada, yada. But. That, but that's how that's how Belichick's been thrown under the bus. Gronk said fun. it wasn't fun. No, it's hard work, motherfucker. Sorry, but I've seen Gronk stand up. And for anybody that's listening, please, please don't. don't. Okay, I'm here to tell you, I watched five minutes of that 35 fucking minute thing. Don't. <laughs> Don't. It's Gronk. <laughs> English is a second language to him. <laughs> well, and the worst part was, is like, all of his jokes were... But Fox pays him to be an analyst. I, uh, and we can't get a fucking dime. We get a penny, but we can't get a fucking dot. It's bullshit. And now my third question is, how many times did Big Ben get sued for uh, illegitimate bathroom operations? Three times. Okay. 
blame the black guy for not having a... Well, his offense was Long. too limited. Just because you think your bathroom experience should emulate your <laughs> offense. Dude. A motherfucker, if it wasn't for him, Ben would have never got that ring. No. Because never. Ben only threw... He only allowed... The year that Ben Roethlisberger got his Super Bowl ring, oh my God. he threw the ball 20 times a game. Yeah. They ran the ball 70 times a game and played defense. Dude. Dude. What a twat. What Pittsburgh a twat. is the one franchise that I give a scathing pass to. Oh, Wow. Tomlin wasn't supposed to be a head coach. No. It was a defensive coordinator under Chuck Knoll that was supposed to get the Pittsburgh head coaching job. Right. He was just supposed to take over. Yeah. But lo and behold, the Rooney rule was in effect. So uh-huh. Pittsburgh just had said, to, hey. Uh, hey, we got to interview some black dudes too. Young defensive quarter to coordinator that nobody knew of from Minnesota. They brought in Mike Tomlin. He was like 33, 35. He's in his mid-30s. They interviewed him. And, of course, the leading candidate coming out for the second round of interviews, their own defense coordinator. Yeah. Expected to just jump up, fill the shoes, iron curtain. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Tomlin got included. They interviewed him the second time. I'm like, no, nah, you're a dude. Yeah. You're a dude. Uh... It hurts. It hurts. It really does. Because but the worst part is, is that they would have never even looked at Tomlin if it wasn't for the Rooney. If it rule. wasn't for the. Rooney but they rule. took it seriously, right? No, we're we're having open auditions. We want the best candidate. Yeah. Now we know that Belichick's the longest tenured head coach in the NFL right now. Right. Followed by not Andy Reid. Nope. But Mike Tomlin, who's had more losing seasons. Out of those three? Those two. Oh, out of uh, Tomlin and... Tomlin and Bilicek, the two longest tenure. Who's had more losing seasons? Yes. Tomlin? Wrong. Who had a losing season this year? Pittsburgh finished 9-8. and Bilicek. Bilicek's had more losing seasons. Yeah. Yeah, because these last... Two years? No, the year before, they were awesome with Mac Jones and Josh McDaniels. Oh, that's right. They sucked this year with Mac Jones because they had Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah. As co, we don't have a job title, but we're here doing it. Fucking Patricia and... Uh, and Judge. Yeah. That was the only reason why the Giants actually did decent this season. They got rid of Judge's dumbass. I mean... You're not wrong. Not only Judge, but uh, oh, um, David Football Gettleman. Yeah. Who hired Joe Joseph Judge. <laughs> oh, my God, it hurts. It hurts. And don't forget, the Texans have been in a free fall turmoil since they hired the Patriots priest oh, as yeah. their GM. Don't yeah. forget that. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> Better off with their nutritionist. 
Uh, you're definitely not wrong. That guy's a badass. He's disciplined. <laughs> he's got a damn plan. And you're going to follow it. Yeah, that guy's a badass. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Oh. That's right. The, the, the president of football operations in Houston is former Patriots priest oh. or shaman or whatever the fuck you want to call him. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the voodoo doctor yeah, that, I was gonna say, that the just had hired <laughs> that went and testified to Congress that no, there's no signs of concussions in the NFL leading to any permanent injuries. What are you talking about? I consulted my chickens over the open pit fire. It's all good. The worst part is it's not even a joke. No, it's not. Oh, Oh, Lord. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so much. Kind of fucked up. So fucked up. But the Eagles coordinators just both got head coaching, NFL head coaching jobs. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here so much. And the... Uh, and the worst part about all of this, regardless of what we say, regardless of whatever narrative Espen decides to push, whatever, the world's still going to fucking turn. It's going to turn. And yeah, football's still going to be watched. We're still going to have football next season. We're not going to have... Ugh. It's like an attic. It's like an attic. They Give me all... another example. Okay. Uh, so our Congress, if they're... <laughs> They're trying to raise retirement age yet again. Yeah, you fuckers need to work till you're 67. Shocker. Shocker, right? No. Okay. In France, at the exact same time, yeah. Macron, their man, he's like, yeah, we're going to raise it from 61 to 63. 70% of the country went on strike for three weeks, said, fuck off, do it. Their average work week is 32 hours already. The second you're hired, you get a month vacation. Full health covered, including dental and vision and retirement. And they said, fuck you to two years. No, we won't go to work. Fuck you. I, uh, I hate it here. <laughs> Where the clear answer to our social security problem Kind of like the NFL. Yep. Um, well, y y you want to fix Social Security. It's actually super simple. You don't cut it. No. What you do is you raise the yeah. working wage because Social Security is actually taxed on the wages earned. Yeah. <laughs> so if you pay people more, they're going to pay more taxes to Social Security to fund it. Yep. Hence why it's, it's called It's so fucking funded Hence why it's called Social security It is self funded Yeah Oh my lord The easiest uh, fix Ever available Fuck that French is such we, a If we pay the people more They're gonna pay more Into that tax Which funds more Into that program Yeah God. We're gonna make them Fund themselves so no shit. Thir 32 hours of work week, huh? Yeah, that's their standard work week in Europe. 32 hours. What's yours? 
My standard? Yeah. <laughs> Not what you get paid for. What you do. My, my, oh, well, what I do. Because I was going to say, my standard's supposed to be 54. What do you do? I just like 70. Okay. And you get paid for all 54 of those hours? Sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> get paid for 45. Like God, a boss. I, I hate it here. Like a boss. <laughs> They got me on the cheap. What can I say? They so, were smart. And I can relate this right back to football. And on our educational system, horrendous. <laughs> yeah. But one dude has managed to game the entire system. Relate it right back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. He's part owner of the Royals now. Yeah. He's part owner of the soccer team, part yeah. owner of the hockey team. He owns several restaurants in Kansas City. The motherfucker owns half of Kansas City. He's I'm, a boss. I'm telling you, he's going to be crowned. He's a boss. He's, he is the absolute king of Kansas City. He's going to be crowned Kansas City king. Damn motherfucker. Love him to death, I really do. I do too. Pisses me off. I'm, he's only look 28. at how much I made fun of him. We need pro for two seasons in a row. And happy to do it. Absolutely. I just hate him. I mean, I, I love, love the guy. I love, I love him to death. I really do. Fucking You're just jealous. <laughs> mad jelly. Mad That's why he wanted that ankle to hurt, but unfortunately, it doesn't matter if he hurts his ankle. No, he's still fucking winning. <laughs> yes. He's still winning. Let Even if he would have lost the game, he's still winning. Think of this. He's going to end up with more money than the Hunts. Ah. Yeah. Then who else would they sell it to? Thank you. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm telling you, that dude is thinking long term. <laughs> he is going to be the Chiefs owner when he retires. And when he got the 10-year contract, I fucking flipped shit. I loved it. I flipped shit. because, And I made the same argument for Mike Trout. When he got his 10-year contract, and then all the other scrubs Yeah, but nobody him. knows Mike Trout. It's baseball. Right. And that's what I'm Not saying. Not even the people in Anaheim. <laughs> and 90% of the people that say Anaheim don't even realize Anaheim has a baseball team. Right? <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at is fucking to, to take an athlete at that point in time and say, fuck it. 10 years? 10 years sounds good. Motherfucker, you're lucky if your boss looks at you and like... Five years? Ooh. Years? Shit. I know. I, I, there's been a couple of wow. my people I've looked at in like five months? Maybe. Well, the last person I had, yeah. Oh, God. But yet, we expect our employees to dole out their life regardless, especially for, for sports, for football. Oh, yeah. Did, did, we'll, we'll get into that because I got a lot on that for the upcoming draft. Uh huh. We'll get a little. I've got a lot of little, little intricacies and little neat sub subtext that, hey, maybe we need to start looking at now. When it comes to that. Yeah, we got a month, two months. But it's coming up. But so that was my Super Bowl takeaway. Two plays. <laughs> it was literally two plays. <laughs> literally two plays. <laughs> Nice segue. 
<laughs> nice, nice putting it like that. A little bow right on top wrap, of that. You gotta wrap it up. Fine. And then we get all the fucking trash afterwards. Yeah. God. It was a good game. It was a good game. It was a great game. I, it was a shit ton better than I thought it was gonna be. I honestly thought it was gonna be an, an, an ass trash. Just stop. Especially Thank at halftime. Everybody. Everybody at halftime. Yeah. Knew this game is over. Oh, yeah. Except for 53 dudes on the other side. Yeah. So That's it. Over. In, in the, the Kansas City fans can say what they want. They knew at halftime. Shit. I already got those. Te- I've got those text messages to prove that. Shit. Yeah. Because this isn't like the San Francisco offense. No. Because the San Francisco offense wasn't pouring it on. It was a defense. Yep. This was Philly's offense pouring it on. Mm-hmm. Philly controlled at halftime two-thirds of the game. Oh, yeah. And they only ran the ball five fucking times. Yeah. And everybody expected it to be the opposite. No, if Philly wants to win this game, they got to run the ball, control the clock. Well, Philly controlled the clock. Yeah. But they did it throwing the ball, and nobody saw that coming. No. no. Jalen Hurts threw everybody off schedule. Kansas City coaches, every fan watching, every expert watching. Nobody expected Jalen Hurts to come out and throw the ball 30 times in the first half. And Fuck he no. did. And he did it effectively. Oh, that's what happened. And so Jalen Hurts' contract coming up, uh, everybody's saying, we're starting at $45 million. Who was the leading passer of the game? Jalen Hurts. 304 fucking yards. Mahomes was held to under 200 yards passing. Mm-hmm. Jalen wasn't. Nope. Who who led in rushing? Jalen Hurts. No. Oh, you're talking quarterback rushing? Yeah, quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jalen Ma- Now, Mahomes had some balls-ass rushes. He did, but he still didn't have the amount of yards that fucking Jalen did. And the touchdowns. And the touchdowns. So, yeah, no? 45? What did Deshaun just get? Yeah. What did Rodgers just get? Name one of them that was in the playoffs, not the Super Bowl, the, the playoffs. playoffs. No. No, no, no. What are we talking about? Yeah. What? He the can't throw the ball? Getting... Wait. Let, he, well, we only give that much money to guys that pass. He just dominated the first half throwing the ball. Yeah. Anybody to say, anybody to use that excuse is full of... But you know they're going to. Yeah, they will. And if I wouldn't have brought it up, that's what you would have said. Yeah, but Philly runs the ball. Not in that game. No. They dominated throwing the ball. No, we expected Philly to run the ball. Everybody did. Yeah. And they didn't. Nope. And Jalen didn't skip a beat. He didn't break a sweat. Mm -mm. He threw the ball. He threw it accurately. He threw it on time. Had a big lead built up. Yeah. Man. How is it wrong? It's not. I mean, but it seems like it should be. It seems like it should be. But then it's also the same. When you look at the facts, it's it's the same thing as Cousins was an overpaid fucking quarterback until he he wasn't. wasn't. Until he wasn't. Because once the market fluctuated and corrected itself, he was actually pretty cheap. Yeah. You only paid 35 million for 12 ones a year. Right? 
That seems pretty cheap. That's a, that's a fucking discount. That's a discount fucking quarterback there. Seems like it. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like trying to, trying to wrap my mind that the market is changing ridiculously. And we just talked and about this. That the fucking, the rules are being But now, way... 40, 40 million, 45 million, you're talking 25% of your salary cap. Mm-hmm. But of course, lawyers write all this shit up, so there's ins and outs and On loopholes yeah. to everything. Why? Because it benefits the players? No. No. It benefits the fucking team, and that's it. Or not even the team, but the, the owner. The billionaire. The billionaire owner. And we won't ever break it down to that. No, we're going to continue to fucking nitpick that one dude that's making $35 million a year, and that's it. Why the fuck is Aaron Rodgers making $50 million a year? Fuck that guy. Fuck that dude. Look at that hippie fuck. A four-day blackout? Really? Yeah, really, how did, dude? How did, how did really? His, how did his isolation go? Dude? Really? Come out okay on that? I don't know. He no. hasn't called me yet. No. I'll let oh. you know when he does. I thought you had McAfee on speed dial. If We're you did, <laughs> I didn't say shit about McAfee. Okay, you know damn well as I do. If you had McAfee on speed dial, you were gonna have Aaron's phone number at some point. That's not true. Not true. I have McAfee on speed dial. Do you? I do. <laughs> Does that mean he answers my call? <laughs> no, it doesn't. But that's not the question you asked. That's no. the way media does shit this, these days to lead us down this stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I got McAfee on speed dial. Well, yeah, so do I. Right. He doesn't answer my fucking call, though. <laughs> but I'm not lying. I have McAfee on speed dial. No. No, you're not wrong. That's a fact. That's weird that you have this saved to your phone, though. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, fair. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. You know what would be hilarious? We called in. Just called him. Just called his office extension. Not on the show. Just called in. Called him. And he did answer. It, it's hard because he gets they get so many calls. Oh yeah, they, they, tons of calls. Well, and then he's he like, on the robo calls, right? Well, well, asking about the car warranty and social security <laughs> and student loans, and well, we're was, like, dude, we don't have any. We, we got none of that. It, what are you doing? It was hilarious. So when we were sitting there, we were looking at the invitation list and everything like that for the wedding. I was laughing my ass off. Because uh, it was like, oh hey, I've got four names I want to add to the list. She's like, okay, who are they? Uh, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes. I like it. And she just looked at me and she's like, who the fuck are all these guys? I'm really? Like, I'm not surprised. I would have just pushed her down. <laughs> just, just, and not even a push her down with both hands, just a face palm. Just a fucking boom. Just a palm. <laughs> just, yeah. And she looked at me and she's like, and then she Googled, she Googled fucking Mark Hamill. Is that fucking Luke Skywalker? Yes! Where the fuck are, where are you, have you been? Like, it's a, it's You've a, been in my nerdum for how long? 13 fucking years. And you don't. And still, I don't even know who. We I can't get married it's, now. It's bad parenting on my part, honestly. It's it's horrendous. <laughs> and, then, and then the question came up like, well, why the fuck would we send invitations to these celebrities that you know wouldn't. It's like, it doesn't matter if they answer. 
I mean, would it be fucking phenomenal if Mark Hamill flew all the way down to Pittsburgh, Kansas? Cool as hey, shit. You said what's what? What do I always say? The worst they can say is no, no, yeah. And even if they say no, they sometimes, sometimes. There's a lot of celebrities and fucking businesses and all this other shit. You send an invitation to, they'll send you an obligation gift or something like that. Or they'll do something ridiculous just for publicity. Mm -hmm. Or just because they're like, fuck it, I want to help somebody feel good today. Yeah. They do do that. They do. Sometimes celebrities or people of that famedom, stardom, whatever. Well, most celebrities came from shit. (laughs) Yep. Brad Pitt still goes to Springfield, Missouri every now and then to fucking just walk around. That's where he's from. Yep. Still just a fucking hangout. I should I should invite the king. Gonna narrow that down. Uh, oh no, the king of Kansas City. I mean, it's only two hours. Should invite the king. <laughs> I'll make fun of him. <laughs> I know you will. You couldn't beat K State, biatch. <laughs> Email, motherfucker, where you at? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I'm wearing be, K-State tux. I don't give a fuck. And he'll be confused as fuck. Like, this is Gayhawk country. What are you talking nah, about? We, yeah, we ain't no Gayhawk down here. Nah, nah. Fly that shit back to Lawrence. <laughs> Fucking A. I'm, I'm kind of glad we brought up the XFL because I was thinking about that start date the other day. And then the USFL is just a week or two after. Right. Yeah, no. they're both, both kicking on. Uh, no, XFL, I... they've got a couple different streaming rights where you can watch the games, but if you're an ESPN Plus subscriber, you get, you to get watch every, every game. game. You get to watch every game, which I was about to bring up. <clears throat> um... Now, I know a little bit of the history with the XFL, the last time that it was around and everything like that. What's up with the USFL? Same premise. Same premise? Yeah, exact same premise. Because I really haven't dug into that one a whole lot. Exact same premise, except the USFL started last year. Okay. Really? Yeah, with you and all of your knowledge. Son of a bitch. Paid zero attention to. Fuck. Now I might have actually contributed a little bit more. That's a lie. Sure you would. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. lie. <laughs> huh. There's a whole other league of football going on. And I... Yeah, that started last year. Had no fucking no clue. clue. That a boy. This is why you guys listen to this show. <laughs> listen to us go on rants about racist. Not normally. Not normally. But no. this one's... Kind of different now. Yeah. When you watch dudes do it for one year successfully and both get head coaching jobs. Yeah. And the dudes have done it for five straight years. Eh, you didn't interview well. That's so fucking bullshit. Get out of here with that whole... That is complete and total bullshit by now. Oh, shit. Okay, before we get back into that rant, let's go ahead and look here at yeah, the season totals. On. Philly lost. Philly lost. So did I lost. So did I. But it was a three point, ended up being the three point opening Vegas line. Yeah. So in the beginning, Vegas was right, KC by three. Take out those two fatal mistakes. 
from and one from each team. Yep. Michael's <clears throat> right, Philly by one. Yep. So, Terry, you don't get the rainbow trophy this year. Congrats. Congrats. Now I am gonna have to beat up Josh because I'm taking the silver from him. But season totals. Including the postseason. Terry's coming in at a whopping 164. And in all honesty, if Terry wouldn't have had that I one week. I was going to say, you cheated on that. I didn't you... cheat. Okay, whatever. I didn't cheat. Me cheating still, and Josh, he's taking the rainbow trophy home. You cheating was not allowing Terry any fucking picks. Nope, he didn't put him in. He didn't put him in. <laughs> he didn't put him in. Yep. I had a 177. You finished second, right? Yeah, I finished second. There you go. <laughs> and you came out on top with a whopping 186. Coming from behind yet again. Fuck off. And the worst part is, is because we're about to talk about this. I made my predictions at the beginning, and they pretty much kind of panned out. Yeah? Over the long haul, I was right. Yeah. I was wrong at the beginning of the season. My teams hadn't taken shape and right. started doing it. The only one that fell off was actually Buffalo. Yeah. Hence my rant on what's the fucking difference between Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. Black. Dak is black. That's about it. Yeah. And see, that's what but Aspen me. loves Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. It's because he's... Yeah. Herm Edwards got up and walked off fucking set on first date. Oh, yeah? Yep, they brought up the Cowboys. The number six next year ranked team. Because we're already ranking next year's team before free agency and draft. That makes sense. And... Sean and Jay Will just instantaneously went into Dallas at six. Yeah. Herm's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we talking about six? Why not five? Why not four? Why not seven? Why is it gotta be six? Why do why is it every time I come to a show we have to talk about the Cowboys? You know what? I, I'm done. I can't take anymore. And he just got up and walked the fuck out. You know what they did? Kept talking about Dallas. Yep. Kept talking about Dallas. <laughs> Think they ever once talked about? How the fuck the enemy didn't get a job? Oh fuck no. 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 But they care. So much. They care. So much. <clears throat> Probably donated Black Lives Matter. Who absolutely donated zero dollars to Black Lives. Yeah. Except for their own. Oh yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell. Alright, let's go. Uh, UFC, uh, we had some shit last week. We did have some shit last week. We had some shit. We did. And holy fuck, was that a card. It's a pretty good card. Dude. I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing motherfuckers crying right now. About what? About Volk, but we'll get into that. Okay, yeah, we will get into that. (sighs) All right. I got some shit for you, punk. Fucking pay-per-view 284 kicked off last Saturday. Fucking amazing card from beginning to end. But the end was the best. The end was the best so far this year. 
out of the two. <laughs> but anyways, kicking off the, the pay-per-view at lightweight, we had Zebra Tuck and Hug. I forgot about Zebra Tuck and Hug. <laughs> I was just thinking you were going to go with Duke Golf. No, no. Yep. Tuck and Hug. And then he had a... And threw the zebra in there to boot. Yeah, threw the zebra in there to boot. He went up against uh, Elvis Brenner. Or, if you're Portuguese, Elvis Brenner. Uh, his family's Portuguese. I'm sick of this shit. No, you're not, your name is not Takeshi690 or whatever. You, there's, you've got zero letters in there that spell that shit. No. No. Quit. So, I don't give a shit what your own truth is. Your own truth is a lie according to the law of the language. You know what sucks? I, you know, uh, Sadiq, he does, he does uh, fight picks all the time on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking, I've been wanting to reach out to him to see if he'd just chime in every now and then. He probably would. He probably would. He's really fucking cool A like lot that. of these fighters are so cool, and they'll, they'll just take out 10, 15 minutes of the day. Right. It's just more promotion for them, helps oh, them reach more people. Absolutely. But my thing is, is like, I I want somebody from the inside to hop on this show, hear me announce these fights, and be like... And laugh their ass off. No! I'm I want like, to... That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. No. That's, what I want to hear is, <laughs> I want to hear these motherfuckers give me some valid <laughs> vindication. And there's your underlying <laughs> I'm bullshit. Fucking... Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm underappreciated here. It's elves. <laughs> and honestly, and this is the bad part about it. It doesn't matter whether you're Brazilian speaking Portuguese or an American speaking English. It's still elves. That's fucking elves. <laughs> yeah. Any way you look at it. Yeah. No, that's elves. The only reason why I said Elvis last week is because I literally just glanced. I didn't even fucking read. I knew that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, split decision for Elves. 28, 29, 29, 28, 27, 30. Elvis, the dog went. Yeah. No, he wasn't the dog. Uh, oh, yeah, shit, he, he was. was. the dog. Taka Hug was the fucking favorite. Easily. <laughs> Nobody knew the, who the fuck Elvis was. No, this was, uh, this wasn't his debut, was it? No. No, I think it was. If it wasn't, it was his second fight. No, it was. Because he was in Predator bite. before that, yeah. No, no, it was his debut. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it was his UFC debut. I thought it was. Oh, man. Yeah. Good little brawl. Did not see it But it, it was a split decision. Yeah. That, uh, that 30-27. He probably got know. it. Yeah, the 30-27 was fucked. Yeah. He probably got the 29-28s because of the cuts. Yeah. That he gave to Goff. Because technically, by the rule of the damn law book, damage, damage does count. is first. Yep. No, it doesn't count. It counts it's most. First. It counts yeah. first. Which still blows my mind how Robbie Lawler won, even though he looked like he got hit by a fucking freight train. Which which fight? Yes. <laughs> there was a couple fights that he had. Could, with, you're probably speaking of uh, Lawler and McDonald, too. And McDonald couldn't continue. Mm. That was a TKO because McDonald could not take any more punishment to his fucking nose. Oh. It was busted into about a thousand pieces. 
yeah, Rory's lip was hanging in pieces. Right. And that's why you're talking. That yeah, was lower than my dog, yeah, yeah. too. But a lot of these, and that's what a lot of like old school fight fans, they don't agree with any of this shit. Like when Lawler beat Mount Brown to even get to the title shot, uh-huh. the old school dudes used to and wanting the uh, tournament style, no holds barred. Yeah. Like, yeah, but all he did was walk away. But yeah, but he was counter striking. Yeah, but he, he, Brown was the one walking forward the whole time. Yes, that's true. Absolutely. You're not wrong. <clears throat> but what happened was the scoring criteria is based on effective striking, number one, period. Yep. Effective grappling, number two, period. Yep. Aggression is number three, yeah. then octagon control. So if you're having and you more... want aggression and <clears throat> octagon control, number one. Which it shouldn't be. Because, again, with counter-strikes, if yes, they're he was more running signi- away, if, yeah, but, but he was landing more counter-strikes. Yeah, and the, with a counter-strike, those are going to be fairly significant. Yep. So, no, I... But when you try to explain the rules... To the old heads. Not by the way that you want it, just by the way the rules are laid out. Right. Well, you, you get called... You're a brick wall. Nobody can fucking talk to you. Yeah. Well, no, that's just because I'm reading the rule book. Which nobody wants to do. Clearly. Just like the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was a defensive holding. Yep. Everybody threw a fit because that wasn't pass interference. You're right. It wasn't pass interference. You know how we know that? They did not call pass interference. Nope. They couldn't because the ball hadn't left the quarterback's hand yet. Yep. The the defender was holding him while the ball was still on the quarterback's hand. That's what was five yards. Yeah. And an automatic first down. Yeah. Now, I don't agree with all these <clears throat> automatic first downs. Yeah, I don't either. I think it's time to move past those and update those. Uh, I'm cool with five yards. Right. Now, if that's enough to give you a first down, great. Yeah, that gives you the first down. But if you were a fucking 15 and, like and defensive, long. Defensive pass interference. Right. I don't like the spot foul if it's beyond 15 yards. If it's 15 yards and under, spot, spot foul. foul. Yeah. If it's past 15 yards, then it's a 15-yard penalty, which would be an automatic first down. Yeah. Unless you're first and 16. Right. But that still penalizes the defense, but doesn't cripple the defense. Right. I can get behind that. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Let's make it a little more fair, because since it's already so slanted, all we're doing is crippling the defense. Oh, yeah. Which makes... It can be for a fucking boring game if you're just fucking writing off the defense well, altogether. No. Just think of it. How do, how do a lot of these big plays occur? It's not actually with a completed pass or play no it's a hey i got single coverage down there mm-hmm. i'm gonna chuck one up to my wide receiver hence patrick mahomes tyro tyreek hill yeah i'm just gonna throw it up yeah there's a 90 percent chance that defensive back is going to hit you yep the referee's gonna throw a flag i'm gonna get a, a 45 yard first down yeah because you're fast as fuck you're 45 yards downfield yep yeah. Mm-hmm. Where if it was 
ruled just a little differently. Yeah, that was that was actually pass interference. Yep. 15 yards. Okay, you got a first down because it, it was first and 12. Right. Yeah, no. It would change the complexity of the game. You wouldn't just chuck it downfield because you know you're going to get a 45-yard penalty. Yep. Because what if that fucker's picked off? Because if you do... Oh, yeah. Then, it, then you're... Then it's different. Yeah. Mm. It would change the complexity of the game. And so would these fights, which we're going to come up on. Right. Uh, next bout we had uh, featherweight Shane Young going up against Blake Builder. And this is the one that I got pissed off at, John. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you fucker, because you picked before me, and I wanted Blake. See, and that kills me, because you always bitch at me. When I pick after you, I'm just choose. I'm just copying you. And if I pick before this time, you... you already knew I was choosing a dog. <laughs> cheating. So cheating. it's a lose-lose for me regardless That's if I... That's because you cheat a lot. This motherfucker. You knew who I was going to pick. You knew it. You knew it was I didn't even, Blake Builder. I didn't even ask you or push you or do anything to get you to pick first. You just jumped out there. You... <laughs> And it pissed me off because I knew you were cheating. Uh, so I took the opposite. <laughs> Knowing damn good and well, I thought Blake was going to win the fight. You didn't have to pick the opposite. I kind of did. You had me push him to a corner. <laughs> I'm closer to the corner than you are. <laughs> You're bigger. You're always closer to the corner than I am. Damn. What do you mean, damn? Oh, I can't that was just a it. fact. No, yeah, that was just a fat fact. I get it. No, it wasn't it's even fine. a fat fact. No, I, I, it's fine. It's whatever, Even whenever man. you weighed 225, always, you're still just bigger. Always, always fat shaming me. I get it. It's cool. It's whatever. Now I'm Terry Bradshaw, huh? <laughs> to waddle your fat ass up here. Come on, let's go. <laughs> not what I said. That's not what he said. He didn't say waddle your fat ass up here. <laughs> But everybody wants to make it sound like he said, waddle your fat ass up here, coach. Come on. We ain't got all goddamn night. Get up here, you fat He didn't say any of that. He said, come on, coach, waddle on up here. Yeah. And coach proceeded to waddle on up. Thank you. Waddle on up. And he did. Yeah, he didn't oh, cheat like you did. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, Blake hey, won. Blake won. You know decision. Pretty easily. Uh, the dude with the 28-29. Uh, there was one round you could have had close. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But Blake, Blake clearly won, and he, he even had it. Blake winning. Oh yeah. So. Yep. He just saw one round close. Let's see here. He, she, wh- wh- whatever. It, wh- whatever Actually, you are. I think, I think that night there was two female judges. So yeah, there generally is. Yeah, because it was that was my uh, epiphany, my realization, like a fucking idiot. That uh, now now we're talking facts, right? Uh, yeah. like, like a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, the the if realization facts of we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I always remember during the main events or you know during the main card on pay-per-views they usually announce who's judging the the bout. Right. And I can't Oh, it was Akimoto. 
Akimoto released for the the main card, the judges, the refs, uh, for each yeah. fight. Now, who who announced him? Who who released it? Akimoto. Remember that. Yeah. Anyways, back to my realization before you walked off and laughing at me. Uh, when Akimoto released that, I saw that the judges all rotated. Yeah. I knew that there was typically four to five judges, but yeah. I didn't realize like that. referees. Right. And so Herzog and Goddard had the whole main card to themselves. They just flip-flopped. Right. And fucking the judges, the first three... Then two out of the three on the next one, new guy, and then two out of that, and then just so on and yeah. so on until whoever judged the opening bout judged the main event. Yeah, that's common. Yeah, and that was that was the thing. Like, I had never seen uh, a but release statement. All the fans fail to realize. They just think it's the UFC. The UFC. Has their own referees, their own judges. But they don't. They don't. No. The referees and judges are assigned by the commissions. Yes. NSAC is, or NSAC fucking. All of them. All of them. They assign their own judges and referees. Yes. These referees and judges have to be licensed within every commission. Yes. Otherwise, they cannot be allowed. Yep. Hey. Commissions the only are different leverage that the UFC has with the commission is to say, if this person ever judges or referees an event mm-hmm. of ours, we will pull out and cancel the fucking event. Oh, yeah. That's how uh, Mazagati? Mazagati. Yeah, that's how... Why? Gamasaki. Yep. Fucking E. Levine? No, Eves is different. He, he just... Oh, he just... Yeah, his was different. But... The, the two that everybody's thinking of is and it's correct about yes the UFC got them shit canned from any of their events but that's how right we will pull our event now you you can't go to a commission and say hey I want this judge I want this ref I want and it. if this if this fighter loses a decision well you don't know how the decision is going to even come close to going right there's so no you can't way. say if this fighter loses a decision on your at, at this event, we won't have it. Right. Because you can't guarantee that that fight's even going to a decision. Right. There's no way. <sighs> Not unless you look at the script. And I forgot to bring uh, oh, that no, no, up. No, no, Hold on. I got it right here. I, I brought it up okay, earlier. So and you, I fucking, yeah. And I did too because <sighs> I sent you the script. You did. For next year. Yep. But I got a I got a, a more detailed oh script to boot. So you got the final script. I got the final script. Yeah. Okay. Here's the 2023 NFL record, according to the script. Yeah. All right. We're starting the AFC NFC. Right. How do you want to do? Which one? Uh, let's go ahead and start with the NFC. Okay. Yeah. We'll go from back. Yeah. To, okay. Got it. Like it. Okay. The NFC North. Uh huh. Vikings gonna win it at ten and seven. Win the division. The Lions are going to tie at ten and seven and get a wild card berth. Packers nine and eight. Bears five and twelve. <laughs> NFC South. It's so fucked because it sounds so legit. <laughs> Until we get to the <laughs> NFC South. 
NFC South. Carolina Panthers are going to win it at 13 and 4. Okay, you lost me. <laughs> but, but, okay, look at the uh, NFC East this year. They were predicted to be the worst division in football. Yep. Ended up being the best. Yeah. They also had the easiest schedule because of how bad they were the year before. Right. The uh, NFC South this year. They had a pretty <laughs> shitty year. Going to have the easiest schedule. It's a lot easier to make that flip. Yeah. You got to read the script in depth, oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Carolina, 13 and 4. Going to win the division. Falcons, 7 and 10. Out of the playoffs. Saints, 5 and 12. Tampa Bay, 3 and 14. <laughs> Tell me how Raheem Morris doing for you now, boys. Oh, my God. Tell me that's not wrong. You lost Brady and Leftwich. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say it, but this is <laughs> this is going to be pretty spot on. Tell me you screenshotted this. Yes, I got it. Perfect. Because NFC East. You ready? Uh, yeah. Dallas went in the division 11 and 6. A worse year than what we had this year. Win total loss. Winning the division. Winning the division 11 and 6. Huh. Philly going to make the wild card at 11 and 6. They just lost both coordinators, 11 and 6. It actually fucking makes sense. Not too bad. Holy shit. Slurs, 8 and 9. Giants, 8 and 9. Still a... Hey, look at that. Overall, best division so far. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? NFC West. Niners, 10 and 7. Quarterback controversy, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Rams, 9 and 8. Winning record, making the wild card. Seahawks nine and eight, missing the playoffs. Cardinals four and thirteen. What sounds wrong? I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> Kick over to the AFC. AFC North. Cincinnati Bayou Bengals thirteen and four, winning the division. Pittsburgh Steelers, 9-8, and eight, another winning season. Baltimore Ravens, don't know what the fuck's happening with Lamar or anything on that team. 7-10. So and 10. Cleveland going to Cleveland, 6-11. and 11. Cleveland's going to Cleveland. 6-11. and 11. That, yeah, no, that's spot on, every bit of it. AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, 13-4, winning the division. Did they not go on a streak? They went on a streak. Could have fucking Did overcame. they not make the fucking playoffs? They made the playoffs. Who knocked them out? Kansas City. Okay. I... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tennessee, 7-10. and 10. That fought not follow suit with what they did this year? No, that actually follows... Texans, 7-10. and 10. Colts pulling up the rear, 4-13. Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, so you got no arguments <laughs> so far. <laughs> AFC East. Okay, there we go. Uh, this, this is the one. This, this one is the you, one. This one you this want. This is the one I want. Do you want to start at the top or the bottom? Let's on this start one? with the bottom. Okay. Dolphins, 7 and 10. They don't have a fucking clue if their quarterback's going to play. <laughs> Do they? No, they don't. This fucker's taking Taekwondo to learn how to kick to play quarterback. 
<laughs> did not get hit. Remember we talked about yeah. why don't you just go we last did. Boy Scout and break, break out of the fucking Glock? Start Glocking fools. You won't get hit, will you? No? No, you won't? No more concussions. No Problem solved. <laughs> New England, 9 and 8, making a wild card berth. Uh-huh. Buffalo, ten and seven, making a wild card berth. The Jets would have won the division this year. Yeah, they would have. If they wouldn't have went with Zach, suck my cock. I'm a worse off Daniel Jones, who's a worse off Eli Manning, or a Mike, who the fuck am I white? Right. Or a Joe in my prime Flacco. They would have a, any quarterback outside of any of those three. They would have been in the playoffs. They're going to sign Derek Carr. Is he going to the Jets? I think so. Yeah. Everybody thinks Aaron Rodgers. Nah, you, you don't get enough. You can't do enough. No. He's a $50 million cap hit. That's why Green Bay doesn't want him. Yep. That's why Aaron Jones has already restructured his contract. So, hold on. This has got the Jets winning the East. Jets is going to win the East. With how many? 11 wins. They would have done that this year. What are you talking about? They would have done that this year. If they would have had anything that resembled a competent quarterback, they would have beat Buffalo once. Dude, what the fuck is going on? All right, give me the West. Give me the West. AFC West. Bottom. Give me the bottom first. The Raiders. Four and thirteen. That does that not <laughs> that, just make sense? That tracks. They don't have Derek Carr to drag them to seven wins no. now. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, where's Denver? San Diego, nine and eight. Hold up. So you started from the bottom. Starting from the bottom. So they got the Raiders four and thirteen. Chargers nine and eight. Yeah. Yes, I know. I said San Diego. Yeah. No. 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 I don't have a problem with that. That's no qualm. So you're telling me Denver? I am not telling you. The NFL is telling you. <laughs> did you not say? Did you not hear? This is the script. Yeah, this is the script. Absolutely. So, all right. Who's next? Kansas City, eleven and six, wild card berth. <laughs> and Denver winning the division with 12 and 5. Get the fuck out of here. Really? How many losing seasons Peyton have in uh, Nola? He did go to Denver. And did he have fuck. a big prototypical quarterback in Nola? No, he had the six foot and one eighth inch Drew Brees. I love how you always throw that out there. Who broke every single (sighs) NFL passing record. Yeah. Now, where's his all time NFL receiver? Oh. Nowhere. He never had one. He never had one. So. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So that's. That's the season record. Yeah. Now let's look at the postseason. I think it was Dallas and... So the postseason 
is showing us for the playoffs. The AFC Championship goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. They're in the playoffs. The NFC Championship goes to Dallas Cowboys. We beat them last year. What are we you did. talking about? We did. For the Super Bowl, Cincinnati over top of Dallas. Both teams are clearly in the playoffs. Dude, fuck this shit. And I got these from two different <laughs> sources. Did you? At two different times. Oh, I love it. That one that you got, uh-huh. that you pulled up, I got a week before I you screenshotted that this one. one. <laughs> it's rigged. Everything adds up. It's rigged. Just like this next fight. Rigged. So, <laughs> back to the fucking pay-per-view. Uh, next bout we're going to talk about here, women's strawweight. We had Luma Lukbunmi going up against Elise Reed. Submission. Round two, 44 seconds in. Of course, because we have two violent strikers. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah they're chicks. I get that. But these girls hit hard. I'm not going to get into they're a striking match with any strikers. of these women. Are you kidding me? So, of course, Luma, who got dominated on the ground. Mm-hmm. Elise got dominated on the ground. Yep. Goes to a submission. Yeah. Um, I and of course I picked Elise. We both picked Elise. You did too. Yeah, we both picked her. Yeah, Luma is she's like 25 now. Yeah. Super young. And every fucking time we see her, dude, she gets a little better every time. Every She's time. She's a scary girl moving forward. Give her three years. I don't think it's going to take three years. You don't think it's going to take Honestly, no, I don't. No, because mm. fans actually absolutely love her. Oh, yeah. Because she'll go in there and throw bombs at 115 pounds with anybody. She doesn't give a fuck. No. <sighs> and now that she's added a little bit of ground game. Mm-hmm. That's... That's deadly. That's deadly. Fucking A. Yeah, uh, girl is looking good. Topping off the early prelims, we had a featherweight bout. Jack Jenkins, kind of gun, uh, going up against uh, Don. Shanus. 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 Yep. Shanus. Unanimous decision for Jenkins. 30-27, 30-27, mean, 29-28. Yeah, it is um, easy. <clears throat> yeah. Easy 10-9s across the board. Yeah. And I don't like 10-9s, but he clearly won every round. Oh, yeah. There's really no fucking... <coughs> out of 100... Uh, <laughs> and I think I, I picked Jack, right? Because I went with the hillbilly? No. No, I went opposite of you because you, you got... I took the hillbilly. You got the hillbilly pick in yeah. before I did. I uh, still uh, own my fuck you pick. I, I wanted the... Uh, I wanted the... Um, oh, what did Max say? If Florida, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was the rest of it? If Florida and somebody had a baby, it'd be Jack Jenkins. No, if it was Florida and oh, if it was Florida and England had a baby, it would be Australia. Mm. And Jack Jenkins is leading the fucking road. That's it. That's it. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, he'll believe it comes. Dude, he Dude's dominated. pretty good, man. He fucking pretty dominated. good. It was good. It was a good bout. Getting into the prelims here. 
Yeah, that was just the early prelims. Yeah. We had a full flipping card. This fight just pissed me off. So coming in, starting off at lightweight, we had oh. Jamie Malarkey. Bo Malarkey. Against, Excuse going me. up against Francisco Prado. Fucking undefeated. And he just looked scared. Was. He looked lost. He Not did. scared. He looked lost. Yeah. And I don't know if that was like just fight jitters. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. I mean, you're going up but against. He got fucked up. Malarkey just took him down at every turn. It was nasty. I mean, Malarkey landed just as many strikes as Prado threw. Yeah. Total. Well, and I and again, I mean, UFC debut on the fucking paper. Yeah, but did you see the previous four fights? <sighs> yeah, he won all four of them. And they're all title fights. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it was a it's massive, a, massive letdown for Argentina, for him. Now, it's going to be, can this kid recover from that? Right. I mean, look at Malarkey's picture. It looks the exact same as when he started the fight without take without the fight even happening yet. Yeah. Untouched. Untouched. Well, I mean that happens when after twenty eight significant strikes. Yeah. Were they really significant? No. <laughs> in that, uh, I'm here to tell you, in that fight, not one of them was significant. No. Oh, poor kid. Yeah, I was very disappointed. He'll 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 get a chance to come back and. Hopefully he can overcome it. Hopefully. 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 That was a tough one though. After that domination like that. Yeah. It's as I hope for the best for the kid. <laughs> uh, next fight here we got a flyweight. Shannon Ross going up against Cledson Rodriguez. Uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Sorry, he's presenting. Uh, and this is the fight that I called the cheat fight, and I picked the cheater, and I was right. <laughs> Kletzen missed weight. Which oh, he, that's right. Kletzen didn't miss weight. He misses weight. That's common for him to have weight struggles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he has a knockout. Fairly quick. Uh, look at the uh, pictures. Yeah. Once again. Fairly quick. Oh, wait. Shannon Ross landed a strike. A strike. According to the stats, during the fight, did not look like he actually landed any 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 significant strike I, I, at all. I can think of one of those. Oh, significant strikes? Yeah, no. <laughs> but his significant strike was his total strike. Yeah, yeah, it was total landed. I mean, he flailed a few times. He flailed a they, lot. They they counted they counted with. four of them. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, next bout, we got a featherweight. We had Josh Kulabau going up against uh, Milsik. Bag of hairdresser and run. Back to Sarian. You were actually kind of cold, <clears throat> close there. I'm telling you, bag your hairdresser and run is pretty close yeah, to what pretty it is. Pretty close. Bag to Sarian, though. Yeah, whatever. I like mine better. See? Why? You don't have any hair. <laughs> Well, well, wait, never That's mind. That's why do you have hair. You, You're all hair except the head. Well, no, you don't want any hair on the head. That's There's hair on the head. It's going to look weird and off-putting. way weird. 
Who did Mike pick? Anyways, uh, we both picked Josh. We're not concerned about your picks. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Make me pick first, make me pick last. It's always the same with you. We, it's because we just, we know you're cheating. <laughs> Uh, Kulaval ended up getting the submission around two, about two minutes in. But he's almost knocked the fuck out. Yes, he it, was. It was close. <laughs> it was. But the, our boy pulled, pulled it out. You're my boy, Blue. Woo. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, he needed an answer, and luckily he got one. I like how Bagdasarian's head's all red. Yeah. Like, yeah, but Kulaval was the one that was almost floored. Yeah. Oh, man. But that's cool. So clearly their their significant strikes really match up with what was happening in the fight. That sounds about right. Like that one significant strike we just went over. Yeah. yeah no, that really, sounds about right. There was not <laughs> one thing significant about that strike other than it finally landed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a leg strike to boot. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kiel about pulled it out. Just great thank you oh yeah <clears throat> this one fucked me up so i couldn't believe it headlining the prelims a light heavyweight we had tyson pedro go up against modestas bukaki <laughs> not bukaki bukaskas <laughs> come on back up up hold on hold on i'm trying to keep it consistent and be keeping with the continuity of last week Trying to keep the same names going here, okay? Cool. CC Pedro. <laughs> oh, so, so I can't make fun of yours, but you can make fun of mine? Bukaki? Yeah. Yeah. Then I, I better Tyson. be able to say CC Pedro. We both pick fucking Pedro. Well, I know, but you're making fun of our names now. Oh, yeah. When I say our... You said Bukaki, right? No, I said Bukaskas. <laughs> I know where that fucker's from. <laughs> Anyways, Bukaki won. No, he did not. He dominated. Tyson Pedro didn't even look like he showed up. It was bad. He had zero answers. Because this is Bukaskas' comeback fight to the UFC. He's in the UFC before. He took a late nose fight against Khalil Roundtree. Right, and then fucking and Khalil, no Khalil Roundtree can <clears throat> continued to kick his fucking legs off, mm -hmm. and it shattered his knee into several several different pieces. Which Roundtree slammed does. back, got it, put back together. Yep. Uh, rehabbed, uh, went back to uh, Cage Warriors, mm -hmm. the English promotion. And eventually won the belt back, and that's why he got the late notice call to come back hey, to come back for Tyson Pedro. Right. And everybody knew Pedro had been a smoke show. <sighs> he did not. Pedro didn't show up. Uh uh. Bukakis kept him in the locker room. Yeah. Dude shouldn't have even made it to the venue. It was not close at all. The strikes might look close. The fight was not close at all. Uh-uh. No, it was not. I, I don't know how anybody got it 29-28. Me either. 
it was clear domination there from was, Bukakis. There was no argue, there's he, no argument. He led for the him. striking, he led the aggression, the ring control. Mm-hmm. There was zero grappling, so that was completely counted out. Oh, two of three. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Not if you go back and sit there and watch the fight. Yeah, he might have landed two of three. Not one of them mattered. No. No, not a single one of them. And then we move on to the main card, the pay-per-view. $80. Now, we've had a good card up until here. And this card did kind of blow my mind. Because normally on the prelims, in the early prelims, uh-huh. we'll see some spectacular shit. Oh, yeah. It's like, see, told you guys you should have tuned in. Mm-hmm. And our prelims are good. But it's like it just ramped up. Every fight. And finally, we had a fucking pay-per-view card that outshined the preliminary card. Super weird. Not normal. Right. But it did happen this time, in my opinion. And let's start it off. Starting off the main card, we had a light heavyweight bout between Jimmy Crute, who we haven't seen in about 14 months. Because uh, last time we saw him, he tried walking on his ankle. Several times. Yeah, that was bad. And he get, he went up against Alonzo Minifield. And he, he chopped the mullet. Yeah. Mullet gone. And Whitaker talked about it the day before on the weigh-in show. He's like, no, no, no. We've been training with Jimmy. He's been working with everybody. He's been going around from camp to camp. Just, he's like changed his whole outlook and his whole perception of how he goes about everything. Mm-hmm. And he's dialed into this fight and... You're going to see a different Jimmy Crook. I picked Benefield. Both did. Yeah. We uh, both did. Wow, we we saw a different Jimmy Crook. We absolutely did. And the only... So the, the final decision on this fight was a draw. Was I'm a, not against was, that. was a majority draw. But the only reason for the draw was the point. Yes. The only reason was for the draw was for the point. Because Jimmy Crute, one judge had 29-27, which tells us there's the point. There's the point. 28-28, 28-28. I think I had it 28-28. Yeah. Me too. That was a close fight. That was a tough fight. Jimmy Crute way outperformed what I thought he would against Alonzo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, it was a great fight. Well, and the, my thing was, is like, especially with fighters, especially like with Jimmy Crew, when they're coming in off of an injury like that, you know, 14 months, that's a long time. And I don't care what anybody says, ring rust does exist. Uh, but it varies between fighter to fighter. It does. We've seen people take off a three-year fucking hiatus and come back and still knocking fools out left and right. We yes. see complete dominant motherfuckers that only turn out to fight once a year and be on a five-loss streak. McGregor. But it happens. So, I mean, I went with Minifield. He's a bigger dude. Which is, to me, it's the power of Lonzo. Yes. It's the power. And Jimmy... Jimmy held in. He held in. And Jimmy delivered his own power, too. 
he, he delivered power back. There was a couple times after a couple flurries that you Jimmy could, rocked it. You could look at Alonzo and he, you could tell. Whoa. Oh. That that sucked. Let's not do that again. Yeah. So change the complexity of the fight. Oh yeah. It it was a great fight. It's back and forth, and I've got zero problems with that draw. Mm. Zero. Now going into heavyweight bout here. Yeah. Justin Taffa, Parker Porter, man with two names. Okay, two this names. is a problem I have with this fight, and not just this fight in general, but the heavyweight division in general. How the fuck am I picking the heavyweights better than you are? Isn't that fucked up? I a little bit. I have my heavyweight bias. Yeah, but why do I keep picking the winners of the heavyweights? Not all the time. I had Tybura last who, week. Who picked Porker? Well, we all had Tybura. <laughs> we were just picking yeah. Lewis because fucking it's Derek. Shut up. Yeah. We know he's going to lose, <sighs> but we're still going to pick him. No, that was Spivak. Yeah, no, there, 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 there was that bout too. Absolutely. We yeah. knew that was a hard pick, not a head pick. I don't remember my justification on Parker Porter. Oh, no, I do. Parker Porker. Because it's fucking Parker Porter. Parker Porker. Yeah, yeah. Parker Porker. Porter Parker. Porter Porker? Parker Porker. Porker. (laughs) Reason why I went with Porker on this one. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Was because the last time that him and Mircine Terabira went at it, they went at it. Who won the fight? Fucking Justin Taffa. Quick. <laughs> With the quickness. It's a bad motherfucker. That is a bad motherfucker. And see, this is a problem. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Tyson Pedro, but he literally should have done that exact same thing that Justin Toffa did. He should have. And he didn't. No, he did not. No, he did he not. He got smoke showed. So maybe motherfucker might want to call... Uh, I don't sweat into the oldies. Mm-hmm. Get in better fucking shape throughout your life so you don't get run down. Super quick. In the fight. Yep. Because Taffa looked good. Taffa looked fucking And fantastic. he barely made weight. Yeah. He might want to call fucking uh, Richard Simmons too. Sweat some shit out. <laughs> but for those 45 seconds, wow. Yeah. And he just poured it on. Look at the, look at the strike. 8 16, 7 16. Yeah. Do, does anybody remember Porker throwing 16 strikes? I don't. But you can envision him eating 16. Absolutely. But the numbers say he only ate 8. No. Don't think he did. The fight didn't look that way. No, no, it did not. It looked like he ate all 16 of those motherfuckers. Like a hungry, hungry hippo. Back to the fat shaming. Okay. I see how this is going. (laughs) On to our feature event. Man, fuck this fight. (laughs) You fucking sore loser. A little bit. A little bit on, especially on this one. Yeah, especially on this one. Because this was the one that was to make or break our picks. This one this right here. This motherfucker cost me $50. <laughs> this motherfucker right here. Because we knew where we were at. I was only a point ahead. Yeah. 
I was only we a point ahead. This was it. And fucking, when it comes to the pay-per-views, for the main card, we do two points about. I was a point it's ahead. Fair. Yeah, no, it's perfectly fair. And it so, would have set me up to just stroll. Absolutely, because we laughing knew... Laughing at your ass. We knew exactly, because you took, you took Emmett and the co-main just because... Fuck me, I took Yair before you had a chance to take him. And that's why. Yep. That's the only reason why. And Otherwise, I, I would have... Because every other place that I actually bet... Yep. I took Yair every fucking time. <laughs> and so, and with the main event, I took Volk, you took Islam, which we knew exactly how that was going to play out. So, this feature bout right here is what made or break this that's fucking bet. That's why we pay. made it. The, the $50 bet. $50 bet that we yep. made. Jack Dilla Maddalena going up against Randy Brown. Rude boy. We just we Rihanna Rude boy. <laughs> come on, man. Fucking Jack Della Madalena ended up getting the rear cha- rear naked choke. Well, after he knocked him all but the fuck out. Every which way. It was bad. <laughs> Snuck that motherfucker in there. Boom. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. And you picked Jack. And I did. And still couldn't believe the ass whooping he put on him. Yeah. He might have got the rear naked, but that's not how that fight went down. No, no because... There's fuck, a difference between well, Gilbert Burns putting a rear naked on you. Oh, yeah. Chucky Allis yeah. putting a rear naked on you. And then and Jack Madalena putting a rear naked on you. How well, the fuck did he even get there to begin with? This is... Well, and that was the fucked up part, because in that... Whopping two minutes and 13 seconds of the round. Yeah. The only two minutes and 13 seconds of a round that counted. Those the first one and a half minutes were perfectly scripted for Rude Boy. The trip. Kept him at bay, using his length and his slickness. Yep. Perfect. Spot on. Jack was Let able him trip to catch. your black back fucking leg. How does that little short fuck trip your back leg? He didn't. It was the canvas. It was. It was the canvas. You you tripped over your own dick. Dude, it fucking floored me because Jack had a counter left, which was nice. It was a nice counter. It was okay. But it was a counter. I wouldn't even call it nice. Right? But the trip. is He threw it out there. And it grazed. It it did graze. It grazed. The air. But, but it made Brandy step back. Yep. And Bra- fucking Brown ended up slipping. And the second he slipped, he that down. next one landed flush. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. Dude. Then the next five landed really hard. And, and then, he was knocked out. We'll he go. was all but knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> when he realized what was going on. Madalena was on his back. Yeah, it was. And the fight was over. It was fucking ridiculous. It went quick. Oh quick. man. And I and I won that pick. You did. <laughs> and I won that pick. And you stormed off out of the studio. <laughs> what do you expect me to do? At least you didn't slam the door. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that much. Controlled aggression, you know, yeah. like, like the dudes in the octagon. Yeah. yeah. A little controlled <laughs> aggression. Yeah, we can storm off, but it's not the door's fault. Right. That you're a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot blame the door <sighs> for you being a douche. 
Go main event. So moving on. <laughs> Featherweight title fight. And I might have picked Emmett, but I expected Rodriguez to win. Oh, absolutely. But Jesus Christ. Not like that. <laughs> Not like that. Dude, Emmett. Okay. I was thinking three rounds. <clears throat> Yair, congratulations on getting that interim belt. Josh just proves time and time again that motherfucker's chin is stupid. Yes. Fucking stupid. Put any beard you want on it, though. Wow. When you, And it was clearly obvious in round one, early. Yeah. Emmett was swinging at air. Yep. Rodriguez had tagged him a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he felt, hey, this dude's got some some stank on yeah, him. Yeah, there's a little stank right there. So, holy shit. And he just started throwing bombs from everywhere. Yep. Not aimed at anything. No, just... Not going to land on anything. No. But he was throwing them just in case. And that's all he did. Yeah. For the whole fight, all he did was just throw bombs just in case they might land. Yeah. And Rodriguez was just playing with his food, dude. Dude, it was brutal. It, it really was. It was brutal. Good performance by here. It was a great performance. And, and that's what I'm saying is, is like, I, I want Josh to leave this loss with the credit that he deserves. The motherfucker's got a hell of a chin. But he didn't... He, and it's nothing against him. Not right. trying to talk shit against him. Right. If you break it down to the rankings, he didn't even deserve the fucking fight. No. No. He's number five. Yeah. Rodriguez is number two. Yep. Okay, I get number two for the interim. <gasps> number five? Five? Come on. Come on. But we already got other fights scheduled. Shut up. We've watched Max Holloway jump a plane. For a weight class that wasn't his. Oh, yeah. Stop. Quit. <laughs> Quit with that bullshit. <laughs> Stop. Oh, dude. Like somebody's not going to change the fight they've got. Right? To go for a belt. Get the fuck Quit. out of here. Man so, event. yes, there are promotional lies. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about the main event. Let's. Let's talk about this. Okay, great. Going into this fight. Lightweight. Title fight. 155 pound title on the line. Yep. Number one versus number two pound for pound best fighter in the world. Right. How did we... Let's stop and go back to how we even got to this fight. Yep. Because I'm here to tell you, it was not Islam. Uh-uh. When Islam won the belt over Charlie Olives. Yep. He didn't say shit. Mm. That was Khabib. Yep. Khabib said, now we're going after number one. Islam was just standing there next to him. Islam didn't say a fucking word. Yeah. <laughs> Alex comes out, says, come on, let's do it. Yeah. I'm game. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go, dude. I got gotcha. you. 
That's how we even got here. Dana didn't suggest it. Nope. Alex didn't suggest it. Alex was already number one. Why would he suggest it? Right. He's not going to fight. Islam was number two. He didn't suggest it. Nope. Khabib did. What did Khabib do after it was announced? Hey, you know what? We're just going to fuck it. We're going to do Islam versus Alex for the number one pound for pound overall. No. Belt's on the line. Now, Alex's isn't. Nope. Islam's is. What did Khabib instantaneously do after that announcement? Don't know what. He retired from all MMA. He's no oh, yeah, longer yeah, coaching. Right. He's no longer part of it. That was right after this was uh, announced? Yep. Okay. Even though the only reason this fight, ha- and that's what nobody's talking about. Is it was Khabib's. The only reason this fight happened is because Khabib called it the second Rogan put the mic in front of Islam's face. Khabib took it and said, now we got 155 pound belt. Now we want number one pound for pound overall. Yeah. But then Khabib talked to his mom, yeah. and every time he talks to mom, he, he quits something else. Yeah, no shit. I, to, I think I'm a mama's boy. Dude, that motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I don't think, I know I'm a mama's you boy. You are a mama's boy, but not like that. Not like that. Not like that. You ain't quitting your career. Your like, fucking mom, dream. You can, you, can, you can ride with me? Where you can shut the fuck up and leave me alone for the next four years. Because it's not going to take long. No. He was just one shy. One shy. And so that's how we even got to this fight. It had nothing to do with Islam or Alex. It was Khabib. (laughs) Then Khabib retired from everything because he was only a coach at that point in time. Right. He already retired from fighting because of mom. Yep. Uh, he wasn't in Islam's corner. Nope. He's retired from coaching. He didn't make the trip to Australia. Nope. You know who else didn't make the trip to Australia? Who's that? Well, we know it wasn't Khabib. I already said that. Right. Who else would you think? Who else matters in this scenario? In this specific scenario? Yes. No. Yeah. Starts yeah. with a D. DC? No. Oh. No, DC called the fight, dude. Where the fuck were you? I don't know. I was drunk. Both DCs called the fight. Oh, Dominic yeah. Cruz Dom was there. And Daniel Cormier. No. Yes. No. It was Bisbing. Oh, Bisbing. Bisbing was there. Yeah. Okay, so only so, one okay, DC. So, so DC wasn't there. Ha! But DC was. <laughs> ah. Get the underhooks. <laughs> Both say the same thing. Okay, who am I missing? Dana White. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Dana did not make the trip. That's right. Why? Oh. No Khabib. What's the point? What's the point to be in this fight, be there for this fight when Khabib, the only reason why this fight existed? The only reason this fight existed was because Khabib called it. Dana didn't call it. Alex didn't call it. Islam didn't call it. No. Khabib called it. Khabib was still present, coaching all of the Dagestani fighters. Right. 
Huh. Hey, wanna hear a little fun fact? Guess who's in the uh, UFC now? Guess who one of the first high name, high profile fighters, Eagle FC signed for their fighting promotion in Russia? Hmm. Kevin Lee. Oh. Guess who the UFC just signed? Really? Kevin Lee. Huh. Okay. No Khabib, no Dagestan. Huh. No Connor, no Ireland. Yeah. Same principle. Yeah. This fight only happened because of Khabib. Period. Go back and watch Makachev and Oliveira. Hmm. That mic went. Khabib took the mic and said, Now we're going for number one pound for pound. That's why this fight even happened. Had nothing to do with anybody but Khabib. Period. Khabib retired from everything now, not just fighting. Everything. So once you retire from everything, Dana doesn't even have a string to hang on to. No. To keep promoting. Who was the one bitching about the lack of promotion for this fight? Islam. Yeah. Why? Because there was literally no promotion. No. Not really. And he knew it. Khabib's fight were promoted a month out. Oh, yeah. His fight wasn't promoted until the week up. Yeah. He knew they were not getting proper promotion. Huh. Why weren't they getting proper promotion? No Khabib. No Khabib. No reason. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Alex is number one. Yeah. Uh, it's in Australia. This motherfucker's gonna promote itself in Australia. I don't have to spend a dime. No. No. Not at all. It's still gonna sell out. I'm gonna break records. So- I'm just not promoting you. Yeah, that's it. So, okay, okay. Outside outside influences out. We're done with that. Let's talk about the actual fight of this. Like, the actual cool. fight. So, unanimous... Let, well, well, let's name our <clears throat> picks first. I picked Volkanovski. And I picked... Islam. Okay. And, and you were right. Islam got the unanimous decision. Now, who did I say won the fight? Volkanovski. There's a reason why Volk is still number one, pound for pound. And that, that was my argument as soon as this fight was over. I'm like, and it was a close fight. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna give you, I give that. Every time it's a close fight, and hey, it's a close fight, but I thought this. Absolutely. And this was a close fight, but I thought Alex did more. He did. And not only that, there was a good two, three rounds. You look at Islam, because I even said it during the fight. He's tensing up. He He's was tensing scared. up. He was fucking terrified he was going to lose this. Yes. Terrified. Well, and, and both fighters, to give credit, both fighters in the post-fight, like Alex came out and said, yeah, we fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because it's a team effort for, for Volk. Yeah. Instead of kickboxing. He's like, nope, we fucked up. 
we completely underestimated as I'm striking. Right. But I'm here to tell you. Hey, the ground game ain't shit. He, he can crack. He hit me a few times and uh, yeah. I was not expecting it and I felt it. His strike, we, uh, we underestimated his yeah. striking. But on Mokachev's defense side, he's like, no. Um, we, I, we underestimated Volkanovski's ground game. Yep. We did, we underestimated him. We did not think he could do that. And he did. Yeah, he did. So both sides admitted. Oh, we. No, we way, way fucked ourselves in this. Yeah. And that's the funny thing, too, is because at the end of round, or, for the majority of round four, when Islam had Volkov down on the ground. And he did. And this, this is one of the things that I hate about the way we score it. Right. Yeah. Um, Makachev had him, mm-hmm. but he did nothing. He was he clearly, and we know he was hanging on for dear life because we could we could hear Volk talking shit to him. Is that all you got? That all you got, bitch? You're just trying to survive. You're trying to survive me? Yeah. You can't survive, and he just started smashing him in the face. Fucking all those rabbit punches that fucking Volk laid off onto him. This hundred... And and Islam did nothing. No. He just held on for dear life. Like, so I get that Islam has a dominant position, but is it dominant if you're not doing shit with it? Well, and that's the thing, because look look at the metrics here. Look, Look at the numbers. Fucking Volk had Look a knockdown. Look at the numbers. Volk had Look a at knockdown. The total strikes. Volk threw 255 strikes. Islam 135. That Volk pace. Volk landed 164, whereas Islam so, only. Well, we'll stop right there at 164. Right. Volkanovski landed more strikes than Islam threw. Yeah. What else are we talking about? Exactly. You look at every single one of these. Volkov outstruck him on significant strikes by 23. Thir- sir, 13. My math was off. Squatch math. 13. 13 strikes more significant. One more on the head strikes. Three more on the body strikes. Fucking quadrupled the leg kicks. But if you if you go back and ask Islam in the post fight. Uh-huh. He's going to dispute those numbers with his own words. Yeah. No, Volkanovski way, way outdid me. Yeah. Because <laughs> the numbers say that uh, Makachev won the won the wrestling battle. Yeah. That's not what Makachev says. No. What killed me? Both the guys, after both of them tweeted out, after the fight was over, watched it the next day. Volk's like, no, no, I did enough. I did enough. I think he did. Islam came back. He's like, no, his decision was right. Of course, of course. You're not going to dispute. Well, did Volkanovsky dispute any of the hallway decisions? No. Why would anybody expect Makachev to dispute his decision? Exactly. 
No, the judges gave the ruling. They're the final say. Yeah. But when it comes to pound for pound, it's still Volk. He was the smaller dude in the fight. Thank you. And this is what pisses me off. Looking it, at these scorecards, 48-47. It should say that Volkanovski just secured his position as number, number one. one even more. Mm-hmm. Not only have I beat Max Holloway, I just went toe-to-toe for 25 minutes in a knockdown dragout close decision against your 155-pound champ Yep. that had to cheat to make weight. Yep. When Makachev came out to make weight, he didn't even pull any punches. He just said, give me the curtain, I'm getting naked. And the very next day, Dan Hooker started tweeting. All about the IVs? It was... He didn't say shit about an IV, did he? Oh, I, I didn't see Hooker's tweets. Check his tweets. Okay. He didn't say shit about an IV. He just said, you cheated, bitch. You think we don't know? You think somebody's not going to tell on you from our homeland? Yep. Uh-oh. Yep. Now USADA is investigating Makachev. Weird. And in between, I brought up uh, Brett Okamoto being a mouthpiece piece of shit. Right. And I told you I could relate it back to the NFL. Right. Let's bring up breaking news by <coughs> Adam Suck My Schlong Schefter. Right. Yeah, he breaks a lot of news. <coughs> he does. You know why? What, you think he's the only motherfucker oh, fuck that's no. got a phone number? No. No, people call everybody not named Adam Schefter. Yep. What happens is, well, I don't know, say you're a dude named Marcellus Wiley. Mm-hmm. And your agent, that you call and reach out to, like, hey, this is going down, and you break it on your show. Yep. Well, after you break it on your show, Adam Schefter cries to the ESPN brass. Mm-hmm. That's my breaking news. Guess who gets fired? Yeah. Not Adam Schefter. No. So, after Dan Hooker exposed Makachev for taking an IV, which USADA, which is not a... Okay, USADA is... It's singular to the UFC. Nobody else does USADA. Right. PFL, none of them. Bellator, nobody does USADA. Right. Only the UFC has those stringent guidelines. Right. So Akimoto comes out tweeting his shit. Oh, it's not illegal to take an IV. Well, it's not. Unless you're part of USADA. Yeah. Then it is. It's not illegal, according to NSAC. It's not illegal, according to New York. It's not illegal, according to Australia. It's illegal, according to the UFC. Yeah. Does it look like Dana's supporting Dagestan very much anymore and covering their shit up? Uh, no. You know why? No Khabib. <laughs> no Khabib. Uh. So, how long do you think that suspension's gonna be? 
Mm. Once you saw it, I can tell you it's two years. Yep. <clears throat> so then we get into the, uh, uh, what do we do about weight cutting? What have I said the whole time? This, Super simple. If you can't make weight. No, you weigh in the day of the fight. Yeah. Cuts all that shit out. Yes, it does. Are you going to weigh in for a 155 pound fight? Whenever you know that normally you weigh 200 pounds? Yep. No, you're not. Nope. No, and you're, you're going to be in a completely different weight class. And the thing is, is you're not going to fight at 155. No. Knowing that you normally walk around at 200. And the thing is, is that when you weigh in the day before, you still got all that time to gain another 10, 15 fucking pounds before the night, before fight. Alex Pet, that's not true. <clears throat> Alex Pejeda weighed in at 185 championship weight right fight day to fight israel adesanya he weighed 226 pounds okay 40 pounds now what did adesanya weigh 185 well, 194 okay <laughs> the exact same weight he weighed in for the light heavyweight title bout versus uh fucking, yeah he just didn't cut any weight no he still weighed in at 194. Yep. Hey, one thing that I've always bitched about, if you can't make weight, jump up the fucking weight class. So cut it all out. Yeah. Weigh in the morning of the fight. Not the morning before the fight. No. The morning of the fight. Yep. How many people do you think is going to cut 30 pounds? Uh, Zero. Yeah. Not one of them. No. Maybe one of them. Maybe. Until they die, and yeah. everybody decides that's a bad idea. Yep. No, I, I completely agree. I think it's a bunch of fucking Mark bullshit. Chef would be fighting at 185. Yes, he would. And he just fought a 145-pound dude. Yeah. And looked... Looked mediocre. And looked, looked mediocre. Scared. So to, for anybody to say Makachev is the second coming of Khabib... Now... No way. No. No. The dudes that Khabib had laying in the corner beating on him. Oh, yeah. With a thousand-yard stare in their eyes. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Makachev's never had that. No. Quit. No. Sorry, Khabib. He's Maybe never Maybe that's that. why Khabib actually retired. He just took mom's advice. Hey, come home, son. Yeah. These dudes are not you. No. And clearly... These dudes are not you. No. You think Khabib would have been in the decision against Volk? Fuck no. Fuck no. And there you go. Hey. There it was. I think Volk won. I picked Islam. I was right. Right. I just but... don't think I was right. I think Islam. I think Islam lost that fight. I think even if you gave the decision to Islam. Volk just upped his status as that's why he's number one pound per pound. You couldn't finish me. No. You told everybody you were going to finish me. Mm -hmm. How easy it was going to be. Easy. Yeah. <clears throat> Hard work, easy money. Yeah. And there you go, TMT. The money team, Mayweather. Mm -hmm. How easy was that? Yeah, shit. Right. And that's the thing. It's like fucking... It just blows my mind. It blows my mind. Yeah. For anybody to question 
Volks. You can't now. As a pound for pound? No. Not Because that, that's what everybody started throwing a fit about. Wait, he just beat number one. Eh, did he really? No. No. Because even with this asinine fucking score out of the... So it's 48, 47, 48, 47... 49-46. Yeah, there's no way it was 49-46. <clears throat> no. I can see the 48-47 because I did say it was a close fight. Absolutely. It was a very close fight. But 49-46? There is no way it was 49-46. No. no. Get out of here with that bullshit. No. And there was only one of those. Yeah. So, that being said... Good performance by Volk. Yeah. And now we've got a featherweight matchup. We got Volk. Yair. Yair. Dude. Dude. It's going to be a fight. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be a fucking fight. And then we got to see what happens with this one. Um, <laughs> how seriously is the UFC uh, going to plow him? They could. They ultimately could, yeah. Uh, or it could be a leverage tool. Hey, how easy do you want us to, to beat? Yeah. Oh, so you don't mind coming back and fighting Connor one time? Yep. Hey, I give the say a lot of credit. Yeah. But I also understand they are business people. and Absolutely. That's an 8 million pay-per-view fight. That is. It is. It can sketch a lot of shit up real quick. <sighs> Fuck. Khabib comes back. Woo! <laughs> oh. That's the only way that... Ke- that's the only thing that keeps Islam safe. Yeah. Islam's not even supposed to be in the UFC. Mm-hmm. He got kicked out on the McGregor fight because of Khabib. Yep. Because he was hitting fools too. Yep. (laughs) And Khabib said, I won't fight for you anymore. Fuck you. Dana said, yeah, he can fight again. (laughs) That's a true story. It is. (laughs) Islam went over the cage and started hitting fools too. Yes, he did. And was banned from the UFC for about a week. Yeah. If that. <laughs> Khabib said, uh, Islam's gone, I'm gone, dude. Yep. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, it was an accident. We get it. Yeah, no, it, it, anybody. It, it could happen it, to anybody. Not a problem. Humans are human. We get it, you know. Heat of the moment. Yeah, no, it, there was a Heat lot of the moment. That. Take an IV whenever, uh, well, but... It's not illegal in Australia. Well, no, but the UFC and USADA doesn't give a fuck about the country you're in. Nope. Ask Secret Juice. Paolo? Yep. Yeah, I had a feeling he was going to get proud of him. Why? Why not? not? Yeah, no, why not? You're absolutely right. Well, it's not illegal over here. Well, no, but it's illegal to USADA, who is the UFC. Actual fucking promotion that you're using. Yeah, so it's completely illegal. Not even a question. Oh. What are you fools talking about? All right, man. Uh, wrapping up 284. Because we got fights this Saturday, too. Do it. Roll through them real so, quick. Uh, wrapping up 284. 
Walked away with this belt, uh, this card. Nine points. Ten points. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. I'm gonna quit doing that. It's just rude, boy. I'm just gonna pick right. And then, uh... So, well, no, it wasn't, because there were several of those fights. I was... <laughs> fucking you, cheater. <laughs> pick my pick. So, so far for this UFC season, for the beginning of the year, you're sitting at 24 points. I'm and I should never be down on this. No. But never. here I am. Never. You're the one that should be questioning life, not me. <laughs> we got a fight night. Here we go. We got a fight night this Saturday. Andrade versus Blanchfield. Which is a replacement because it's supposed to be Talia Santos. Yep. Versus Blanchfield. And the second that Andrade was announced as a short notice replacement, they're like, oh, this is bad for Blanchfield. Like, how? Mm. Talia's ranked number two. Yeah. She's the baddest bitch in the division not named Valentina. Yep. How is this a tough... Whatever. Idiots are gonna idiot. All right. So... Rolling. Ripping into this. Uh, starting off the fight, we got flyweight Clayton Carpenter going up against... Come on, man. Can I just get one week? Just go with Ronderos. Like or Honderos. Yeah, Honderos. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, Carpenter is a 310 favorite, whereas Honderos is a 250 dog. And we've got a uh, Carpenter 6-0 undefeated. Right. And we're going to see a lot of fights coming up with people you don't know with smaller records. Mm-hmm. With the newcomers coming in. Yep. Trying to get some get, yeah. getting some water under their levees here yes. so we can get them going. Uh, before you say anything, I'm taking Carpenter. Yeah, me too. Okay. I'm not even going to do the fuck you this time. I'm going to pick my fuck yous the right way. That's fine. Next bout, we got welterweight AJ Fletcher going up against Thimba Karimbo. 280 for Fletcher as a favorite, 230 for Grimbo as a dog. Who you got? I'm taking Fletcher. Yeah, me too. Okay. That's a smart pick. Do, do, do. do you know why? Because this is... I was going with the vet, the UFC vet. Okay, so you, you do realize you have watched yeah, Fletcher Yeah, I've seen before. Fletcher before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I was expecting you to say, I don't know. I was waiting for you to like try to peg some fucking racist shit on me or something. Kind of. Where are you? A little Dick. bit. A little bit. Dick, you know better. But no, you, you've you watched Fletcher fight before. Yes. Yeah. I, he, this is I just didn't least... realize you realized that. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Fletcher. Because a lot of times you don't realize how many times you've watched these people Not fight. until after we start talking, like, oh, shit. Yeah, I have I seen I saw like... them a lot. <laughs> Who the fuck is Ronda Rousey? I've never heard that name before. Who? What? She's only got five minutes in the ring. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, light heavyweight, we got Ovin St. Peru going up against Philip Lins. Felipe. Felipe, Felipe Lins. Go. Sorry. Yeah, you saw him fight before, too. Yes, I have. I, I Just remember took Felipe. Took a to dawn on you. Philip Felipe. It was a quick glance. That's what I'm sticking with. Uh, 210 for said. Lins. Both of them. 210 favorite for Lins. Uh, St. Peru sitting at a 175 dog. Now, 
before I even spout off stupid shit. Perfect. Because that never happens. Not here. And that's what I thought. So fucking uh, St. Peru is two out of... Two three. and three out of his last five. Yep. Two and three. And his last win was over Ua. Yeah. Woo! Enough said. So he beat a dude that shouldn't have been fighting. Yeah. That was his last win. Not his fault. Not his fault. No, no, no. Not his fault at all. But he he lost two fights before that. I'm taking Felipe. I think everybody's taking Felipe. He's the favorite, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's the favorite. But St. Prue can actually win this fucking fight. He can lay Felipe is, out, no problem. No, he can take him down. He can leg kick him and get him to the ground and get the St. Prue choke. Yeah. It's literally his fucking choke now. <laughs> it is. It is. There is a path to victory for St. Prue in this fight. And it's leg kicks. Take down. To get him weak, to take him down. To get the OSP choke. Yep. Oh, shit. Uh, next fight, featherweight bout. We got Jamal Emers going up against Fuck Off. <laughs> I don't see Fuck Off on the card. I do. Kusin. Kusain? Yeah. Uh, Askabov? Yeah. Uh, Still don't see fuck off in there. No, no, it's all there. It's right fucking there. Uh, Askabov is a 155 dog, 23 and 0, whereas Emmers is 18 and 6, and a 130 dog. How can they both be dogs? Did I say Askabov was a dog? You did. Oh, I meant Askabov's the favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the 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 limb. I'm gonna go with Emmers. Take the favorite. You go with the favorite. Yep. I'll take Ask Bob. Twenty three and zero, dude. I know. I know that. I'd be more impressed if he's twenty three and one. Right. Or twenty two and one. Right. That way he he got that first loss and didn't fucking like it and right. just got better. Or it could have been one of those. Well, that was his last fight. <laughs> his first loss was his last fight, and then, well, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Next bout. This is going to be exciting. Women's bantamweight. Lena Landsberg going up against Myra uh, Buena Silva. Silva is obviously the 500 favorite here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Landsberg's sitting at a 380 dog. We know what train I'm riding. Yeah, Silva. Duh. Duh. All day long. Every fucking day of the week. Every single one of them. And she's a good fighter, too. Yes, she is. <laughs> she is actually kind of a little beast. Yeah. She's nasty. Yeah. And a good fighter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. we should probably be canceled. <clears throat> I'm shocked. Somewhere. I'm really shocked. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. But she's really good. She's a great fighter. She's mean as shit. Hits really hard. Oh, yeah. Fucking can take a hit in, too. And that's what I was going to say. Lena, the elbow queen, Landsberg. Yep. She's got to get in close. And that's really the only time she's ever been effective in the UFC is in close. Right. Against 
uh, people that can't handle it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like that matchup for her trying to do that in this fight. No, Silva's not going to give her a chance. I don't think so. I think Silva <laughs> just going to beat the shit out of her. Let's move on. Fuck out of here. Okay. Uh, Nazim? Yeah, I had Nazim right. All right, there you go. Yeah, I had Nazim right. So next bout is a lightweight bout. We got Nazim Sadakov. Just say Saduko like you wanted to. <laughs> I tried so hard not to. <laughs> it still came out. Uh, going up against Evan Elder. Uh, Elder's a 160 dog, whereas Nazim is a 190 favorite. And they're both seven and one. It's both seven and one. Both five ten. Both one fifty five. Both. Oh, hey, look at that. Elder's got a seventy two reach. Where Nazim is a sixty nine. Nazim is a traditional southpaw. Traditional southpaw. I said what I said. Whereas Elder is a switch hitter. I said what I said. Traditional southpaw. But was Elder it, switches it was up. It's a traditional <laughs> switch hitter. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'll take the dog. <laughs> Give me the switch hitter. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> Come on, you have fun. You know you do. I know nothing. <laughs> All right. Opening up the main card. Lightweight belt between Jim Miller. Alexander Hernandez. Hernandez is a 220 favorite. Uh, and Alex and I was telling you earlier, right. Alex stepped in as a short notice replacement. Two weeks ago, Jimmy didn't have a fight because his opponent pulled out. Right. So Alex had to jump in. Give me the old man. I'm going old man strength. I and you fucking know how hard, hate you. You know how hard it is for me to pick against Alex Hernandez? It's pretty fucking hard, but who I, I pick every time because I've watched him come up through the LFA smoking fools. Hate you. Hate you. Fine, whatever. What do you got? I'll take Hernandez. I was going to go with the Jim Miller for the upset. It is an upset, but... Let's look at Jimmy's last fights. Oh, dude. He's still showing the old man can fucking hang and dang. That's why I said, give me that old man string. Dude. Alex cannot let him get no. to the ground. No. Not Now, at Alex all. can knock him the fuck out, except for one thing. It's hard as fuck to knock Jimmy the old man Miller out. It's like trying to knock Clay Guida out. You can't. It's hard to fucking do. You fucking can't. Clay Guida just doesn't hold still. Jim Miller's like trying to knock out a tree. Yeah. Speaking of from experience, don't do that. Doesn't generally work out. Not in the long run or the short run. All right. Uh, next fight here at light heavyweight, we got William Knight going up against Marcin Fracino. Pracnio. 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 Yeah. Uh, Knight is a 130 favorite. Where is Pracnio? This is a good fight. Dude, I... I honestly think that this fight will be a lot better than what anybody's going to give the credit for. Look at the line. Super close. 130 to 110? Yeah, and yeah. that's why. This is a super close fight. Um, I think William Knight, his best pass, best path to victory is if he can get off some leg kicks. If you look at his legs... 
The fucking tree trunks. Speak, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of that tree trunk you were talking about. Fuck that motherfucker. And no. he kicks hard. So hard. If he can get some of those off to stymie Procne Oak moving forward, then he can get his hands going, following behind the leg kicks. Oh, yeah. But if he doesn't get those leg kicks off, man, Procneo can walk forward. He's the bigger fighter. Yep. He can drop some shit. He he can hit. Okay, so I'm going to ride with Knight on this. Are you going yeah. with the leg kicks, or are you going to go with the movement, the forward motion? You know what? Give me William Knight. Okay. Give me William Knight. I'll ride with you. All right. Is this really? But Procneo, yeah, we're co-main. Well, no, I missed... a feature bout. No, I missed one. You, of course. I missed one. You missed Crazy uh, oh, I... versus. Uh... Yep. Oh, you were too busy making fun of Jamal. <laughs> yeah, I was. I ended up putting Jamal against fucking William Knight. That a boy. That is awesome. Too busy making fun of Jamal. <laughs> Fucking it, I fixed that. Okay, so for our feature bout, we got a heavyweight, Josh Parisian going up against Jamal Pogus? Pogus? Powell. Pogues. It, it's English. Pogues. Pogues. Uh, Jamal is sitting at a 260 favorite, whereas Parisian is sitting at a 210 dog. Uh, Jamal is sitting 9 and 3. Parisian's 15 and 5. So. Parisian being a little bit more veteran fighter, the bigger fighter. <clears throat> wow. Fuck it. Give me Jamal's stupid haircut. I'll take Josh. Yeah? Yep. Okay. God, it's such a weird haircut. Hey, hey, he should have bagged his hairdresser and ran. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. I am really hoping next time Begasardian fucking fights, I remember that. You probably won't, though. You'll but, make something else up. Ah, I probably will. You'll just get confused again, which will confuse you about what you originally said. Yep, and then I'm just going to come up with something completely fucking yeah. new. Eh, change it up, I guess. It works. Co-main event. Light heavyweight bout. Got Jordan Wright, Zach Buega. Pagua. Pagua. No? Buega. Pagua. Coming off of last season's uh, Ultimate Fighter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we um, talked about him before, went over his last fight. A couple times. Yeah. Not just once. A couple times. Yeah, training at AKA with DC mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, all the mm -hmm. boys. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? Nope. Perfect. Isn't that why you keep me around? Sure. I keep smart people around me so I can make sure that everything sounds right. You keep dumb people around you so you sound right. That's not my goal or my plan. <laughs> That's actually not what I want at all. It just happens that way. <laughs> What happens when you're the smartest man in the room, dude? No, what happens is you're the only one that hasn't left me. 
Huh. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, okay, so Zach, really good. Right. <laughs> He's been training at AKA for eight years. Goddamn. Yeah. Only six and one? Yeah. Poor guy. You're sitting behind Brockhold, DC, Khabib, yeah. Kane. I said what I said. Poor guy. You're just the training <laughs> dude. The training dude. The training dude. The babysitter. Shit. Yes. You're the babysitter. And somebody knows. Shit, this dude. Actually, can fucking actually hang. Be pretty fucking good. Huh. So we went on the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. Dude, actually, pretty fucking good. Well, I mean, when you're training with some of the top elite motherfuckers out no, there. No, not some of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> All Honestly, of them. at the time, yeah, it was literally Rockhold was the middleweight champ. Yeah. DC, was light that? heavyweight champ. Yeah. Kane, the heavyweight champ. Khabib wasn't the lightweight champ just because he didn't get a shot yet. Even though he beat RDA, who was the lightweight champ. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna be. You should be pretty fucking good. Yeah. Especially if you're one to make sure that they're all in tip-top shape. Yeah, there's only one way they can get there. Yep. They gotta beat on a motherfucker for a minute. They gotta be challenged by a motherfucker. They gotta be challenged by a motherfucker for a minute. Yep. So, and we're coming off of Jordan with a brutal loss. Yep. Um, so the records look a little skewed, but this is why this fight's made. You're coming off of a, a brutal loss after you're on just a massive streak. Right. But you know this dude has trained with oh, yeah. the best of the best. I'm going to take Jordan. Give me the comeback fight. Me too. I think there's just too much experience for Jordan. Now, long term, I like Zach as a better fighter. Right. And Zach's already getting older. He's already getting up there. Mm -hmm. And he's actually a smaller, light heavyweight, as you can see. Right. So maybe in the future, he hits the PI, gets some of that... That tyranny of free shit. Yeah, the free nutrition. I get the free doctors. Yes, the, and the that's, free training. And I get the backlash on the UFC on the pay scale. Oh yeah. I do understand it, but when you take into consideration room and board, the, travel, and that's what that's my doctors. pushback. The undisclosed locker room bonuses that nobody figures in. Right. All the fucking actual deals. And Who's actually spent their own money to enhance and further the sport? UFC. Has it been Bellator? No. No. Bellator ain't no, putting UFC's out PIs. The UFC's building PIs everywhere. They've got... Tossing in what, gyms. Four now? UFC gyms everywhere. Yeah. They're actually paying money out of their own pocket to enhance the sport. Not just for them... Of course, they know we're going to outbid you guys to get the best talent. Oh, absolutely. But we're still cultivating talent for the sport. That everybody is going to get. Oh, yeah. 
it's not the UFC's fault that they pay 12 and 12 when everybody else pays 2 and 2. Yeah. Why do we want to bag on the highest paid? When you've got a... You want to bag on the one dude that's the highest paid, whereas you've got a hundred motherfuckers... And that's why I'm against the union for these poor guys. And... Those other promotions will get squandered. They'll get squashed. And then you are left with a true monopoly. Yep. Which we already kind of have, but not fully. Not fully. Because we saw old dudes leave the UFC to go to Bellator to make more money in Bellator. Absolutely. But that's because they can't win fights in the UFC anymore, but they can draw ticket sales in Bellator. Over Bellator, yeah. And then with all these other promotions like LFA, fucking Cage Warriors, uh... Even Synergy are local. Yeah. All these guys. If you set up a union, a fighter's union, you're going to squash and squander all the local f- promotions. Yes, you will. All Either the regional that or you'll hinder the pay scale from the UFC because these local promotions cannot pay that. Exactly. It, it's going to fuck up a lot of shit. It's like Francis. It'll be fair. Francis leaving. Well, you know what? Let's finish out this card real quick. Then, then we'll talk about it a little Good, bit. Good, All right. Well, I mean, we're already on main event. We both took right, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. I, so. There's just there's too much experience from Jordan, even coming off of a, a brutal knockout. Mm-hmm. I think that just actually helps him out because of the experience he already has. Right. I think it's too much. All right, uh, main event, women's flyweight, as we discussed earlier. Jessica Andrade. No, tell me that line. Aaron Blanchfield. With a straight face. With a straight face. So Andrade is sitting at a favorite 120. Late notice replacement. Late notice replacement. Number Lower ranked fighter than who she's replacing. Yep. And now this is all of a sudden... A tougher fight for Aaron Blanchfield? No. Talia Santos just arguably beat Valentina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With one leg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I'm such a Valentina stan, I'm scoring the fight for Valentina. Fuck you. The fact that you said stan just irks me. It's a just true, though. It is, but I am. wow. Look at you digging into some of the current modern lingo. Is it? Well, yeah. Shit, I thought it was still two thousand. I thought that was two thousand lingual. Eh, tens. It's modern enough for me. Yeah, that's why I'm shocked. <laughs> I get that. It's because you're old. Yes. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> and so, how the fuck does anybody think Andrade could beat Talia? Well, no. No. But now, all of a sudden, Andrade can beat Blanchfield? No. 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 Get out of here. What a ridiculous... Uh, Okay, so we're both picking Blanchfield. Uh, This line is a joke. This fight is a joke. It is. I agree. I agree. So... What did we hold off on? (laughs) Oh, shit. Hold on, I'm thinking. 
you could just pause it and play it back and figure it out. Because I know it's there and I Dude, know it's important. we're at three and a half hours. It's going to take a minute to do that. <laughs> No, we were talking about PIs. We were talking about fighter pay scale. And the squandering of all these fucking minor promotions. Right. If a union was actually to... And then it'd fuck up the UFC because the, none of these lower promotions are going to be able no, to... No, it won't fuck up the UFC. The UFC will keep going. Right. They will become... A monopoly. They'll a have true to. true monopoly. Yeah, they'll have to. Because all these other promotions won't be able to pay these fighters the same nope. wages as the all, UFC. All of these, all of our other local promotions, mm-hmm. will go to the wayside. They're gone. Yeah. The only other avenue is college. Yeah. That's what every union of professional sports has done. They've killed all the minor leagues and fucking and pushed t- them to college. Yep. Unpaid. Unpaid. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. What's the UFC been able to avoid? But that. That. Yeah. No, and that's the thing too. That's the one beautiful thing about MMA, especially right now, having all these local, these regional, all these fucking promotions. Well, just like a uh, our local guy, he's a promoter, but he's not the owner of Synergy FC. Zach Cummings is the actual owner of Synergy FC. Right. Zach Cummings comes from Casey and Glory MMA. Right. Which you can't be a part of anymore. Right. Which nobody is now. I still haven't... I still haven't got the inside scoop from Chris. Because I, I know Chris knows. Because Zach knows. Yeah. So I know the pipeline's there. But... Chris is... Oh, We've got an upcoming Kansas City card for the UFC. Right. Max Holloway headlining the motherfucker. Right. And the card is lit. It's ridiculous. Chris is like, well, I'm not showing up if there's no KC fighters on the card. And he said that on Facebook. Hmm. Everybody on Facebook's like, um, you understand Jacoby is co-main. Oh, no, I didn't know that. ESPN didn't have any fights listed. Uh, Outside of Max. Yeah. Everybody else had fights listed. Dustin Jacoby's the co-main. No shit. Well, that's co-main. Yeah. That's KC. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. And now Zach Cummings was added to the card. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time the UFC goes to a place... They make sure there's a couple of local fighters on the card. Absolutely. These local fighters, which Synergy, LFA, LFA's included, CFFC, uh-huh. the East Coast. Yep. They're included. They're two and two. Four and four. Right. That's their pay scale. Yeah. UFC's 12 and 12. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Right. Then... Okay, um, you know I like the McAfee podcast. Uh huh. I always have. They're just kind of dickheads like me. I like them. They're smart asses. Oh, yeah. They just had Sugar Sean on. 
Yeah. He just signed an eight fight contract extension. <laughs> With the UFC. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Huh. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about the Francis. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Francis. what we were talking about. Francis. Yep. We're, okay, so Francis didn't sign. Sugar Sean's like, he goes on. He's completely open and honest. He's like, no, no. I just signed an eight-fight deal. They're like, eight years? And he goes, no, 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 not eight years. Eight fights. And he, he told everybody. He's like, this is the third time I've had an eight-fight deal with the UFC. Yeah. I don't have 24 fights in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Third time I've signed an eight-fight contract. I go back. Hey, I'm being undervalued. Yeah. Francis just came out. He created his own YouTube channel now. Yeah. He came out and he gave his explanation. He's a slave, blah, blah, blah. The the one thing he said on it that was absolutely true, which is what I, I said from the beginning. Right. There was only one thing. He was going to be paid more than Brock Lesnar. Who sells more pay-per-views? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. How the fuck are you getting paid more than Brock Lesnar? You don't sell. Nope. His only argument, still to this day, which he quietly admitted, yeah, I want to take a boxing match. And Dana said, not, no. Yep. He's told everybody not named Conor McGregor, no. Yeah. And the only reason why that fucking happened was because... Conor was, was a- already part owner of the UFC. Yeah. That was a massive payday. Yes. Was a massive Francis Ngannou is not a massive payday. No. What, the, and this is what he's going to find out. Doesn't matter what promotion he goes to... He's never now going to make the money outside of one boxing match. He ha- Now he has to have one boxing match. Yep. But it can't be against just anybody. No. He's got one, and he's got to make it count. Yep. Who's he going to choose? You know it. Oh, Everybody Tyson. knows it. Yeah. Who's going to win? Tyson. How easily is... Old Deontay Wilder done his whole life as box. Right. How many times he beat Tyson Fury? None. None. Thank you. Yeah. This isn't even a conversation anymore. No. We just watched it a few years ago. We paid $100 to watch it a few years ago. Yeah, we did. We gonna do that again? Fuck no. Why? Because it's not Connor. We already watched it. No. We already watched it. Right. We already saw how it's going to play out. And the worst part about it was, is we had science and facts on our end. For Connor. For Connor. Didn't matter. No. Because you're not a boxer. Nope. Period. It's different. It's different. How did Francis Ngannou beat Cyril Gaunt? Not by boxing. Are you sure? Yeah, he took him down. He took him down. He couldn't beat him on the feet. Nope. Can't take Tyson down. Can't take Tyson down. What are we doing? I don't know who 
Francis's manager is. He needs shot. Slapped around at least. Francis needs to hit him at least ten fucking times. Yeah. This he would have made a hundred billion dollars in the UFC. Oh, absolutely. Ask DC. Was DC worth a hundred million dollars? Eh. No, he wasn't. Eh. He couldn't sell the pay-per-views. No. Good. It took him three pay-per-views to equal one of John's. Two of them were with John. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know what you're getting at. But he still got paid that. Yes. Nagano would have just waited. He didn't have to wait. No, because fucking John would have fought He just him. wanted the boxing match. It wasn't about John. It wasn't about anything. It was about a boxing match because he thinks he's a hundred million dollar guy because Connor was. Yeah. He thinks he's Connor. You're not. No one's Connor. There has not been a single bullshit. Who? Ron Connor is not okay. Rhonda. Rhonda. And Rhonda's not John. As of right now, there is no champion in the UFC mm-hmm. under the age of 27 years old. Correct. By the time John Jones was 27 years old, he had eight title defenses. Seven. Seven. Sorry. Four years, two fights a year, eight. Made sense to me. What are you people thinking? They think that they're John Jones. You're not. No one's John Jones. No. And Dana hates John. But as time and time again said, nobody's John. No. No one's John. Oh, God. What are you What are you guys doing? The, learning a hard life. John lesson. hasn't worked for three years. Doesn't give a fuck. That's what kind of money he has. It's been longer than that. No, it's been three years. Was it 2020? Yeah. Hasn't worked for three years. Doesn't give a fuck. No, not at all. That's how much money he had. That's how little the UFC pays for stars. Yeah. (laughs) And you guys think you're stars. You got your five pay-per-views don't equal one of John's. No. And he's not even the top getter. No. Dude. What are you what are you people doing? That's, that's what I'm saying. They're offering you John Jones money for not being John Jones. Yeah. Fuck them. I I want free money. Cause you're not getting the Tyson Fury fight. No. Tyson ain't gonna go for it. Oh, he would. Because he's going to get $100 million. Oh, he is. You're going to get two. If he's lucky. And your undercard is going to get all 25000 Split between all ten of them. Yeah. Because yay but boxing. thank God you're standing up for everybody. <laughs> Fucking A. They're liars. They're full of shit. They're horrible, horrible management. Why do you think John Jones left 
Jackson Lake. No, because uh, we talked about this. Because uh, the one coach. Yep. He left. He didn't leave. Oh, no, he just kind of like... He's just not doing it anymore. Yeah. The exact same reason Cowboy left Jackson Wink. Yeah. Because he was there for Greg Jackson, period. Right. Every time John Jones headlined a card, Cowboy was on that card. Oh, absolutely. Michelle Watterson was on that card. Mm-hmm. Holly Holm was on that card. Fuck, Michelle Watterson, that's a name we haven't heard in a hot minute. But after a while, Greg was done. Yeah. He's like, I don't really want to do this coaching shit anymore. Yeah. I'm turning the day-to-day operations over to Winkle John. Yeah, he just went to And shit. I'm kind of out. And that's when Winkle John said, told Cowboy, fuck off, we're training Perry. And John, once Greg Jackson's out of the picture... John Jones is not the same John Jones. No. Now, here's where we have a difference. So John's not been at Jackson Wayne. Right. He's been training in his fucking garage. Mm-hmm. We've all saw the footage. He's he's training in his fucking two-car garage. Yeah. On the bright side, he's not driving the vet down the road. Thank so God. He's going around and training different places and find. He found a home. Guess where? Cejudo. I thought that was a joke. No, it's not. I thought that was a joke. No. Uh, Demetrius Johnson's even spoke about it. After DJ and Cejudo's couple fights. Right. DJ actually went and trained with Cejudo. Cejudo blew his mind. Really? Yes. He he's been on. Oh, he was on Rogan. He's like, no. Um, Cejudo wants to get past the stupid shit. Yeah. Don't pay attention to that. That's all fake. It's all which everybody it's knows. It's Kobe Covington. <clears throat> Once you get past that, yeah. it is the technicality, the attention to everything that this dude pays is next fucking level. Huh. He just went through and had a 30-minute breakdown on the 25-minute Makachev-Volkanovski fight and showed every fucking Makachev mistake. No shit. Yep. Pinpointed it. Huh. And he wasn't a douche about it. He was a coach about it. No, no, no. See, whenever you're doing this and you miss it and you slip, you still have to have your position here and he's drawing the lines. He's, he's, dude, he's good. I'm gonna have to check that out. Dude, he's good. Huh. He is good. And there's been so many guys that hate Cejudo that have actually talked to him and trained with him or like, fuck, yeah, I, I don't wrong. like him, but this cat is spectacular. Huh. Fuck, I don't like this at all. Yeah. That, that little fucker, he's he's like Colby. He you love to hate the son of a bitch. Uh, Cole, everybody knows that is bullshit. That everything that Colby does is bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Until you close that that gate. Then you know he's real. Oh yeah. 
Who's gone that many minutes with Kamaru Usman? Kobe. Literally nobody. <laughs> no. Fucking, uh, well, Gilbert I mean, Leon, had half the time. No, Leon went 15 minutes. Right. And then he went 24 and a half minutes. Right. So Leon's been almost 40 minutes with him and got his ass smoke showed 39 and a half of those minutes. Yeah. Like our next Leon Usman fight is in London. Yeah. This fight has happened before in London. <laughs> that was the card that Bisping got the controversial win over Silva. I fucking Usman and Usman and Edwards was on that card. I watched it at the golf course. Yeah. Fuck Usman. That was that fucking card. No shit. When Danny got pissed at Kamaru because he came out and said, "Yeah, I only went about thirty percent." Don't tell your boss that. <laughs> you never tell your boss that. He told the whole world that. Yeah, you don't, you yeah don't. it wasn't as good as I, I wanted it to be, but I was only going about 30%. <laughs> that was that fucking card in London. And now we're taking it back to London. Thinking it's going to be any different? No. no. Six years removed. We just did Vegas, and Kamaru still smoked him for every second but the last one. Yeah. But he doesn't make that mistake again. He didn't make it before. <laughs> but he doesn't make it again. No. But that was a one-off. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, wonder how I'm betting that fucking fight. <laughs> I got five grand that says, eh, yeah. a dude wins. <clears throat> and so Francis has way, 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 way overshot what he thinks... What he thinks he's worth. Yes. And <clears throat> it sucks yeah. because... What sucks for him is, unfortunately for him, he's not actually monetarily worth what the UFC was willing to pay him. No. No. Because they were overpaying him. Or they, they were, were going overpaying to. him. Yeah. They were going to overpay him. Yeah. You will never draw as many views... No. As Brock Lesnar. But we're going to pay you more than Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And he, his agent, for some reason, didn't see how that was a big deal. Yeah, I would have fought for that. Considering Brock Lesnar's been selling out pay-per-views for 25 fucking years. And then some. And then some. In several different promotions. Yeah. So. Anywhere that dude went was a record the and world. we're gonna pay you more than him yeah yeah fuck that not good enough what are you talking about <laughs> but yeah the UFC is shyster criminals yeah just fucking shyster criminals totally yeah they made me a slave what mm. what okay Fucking hell. Yeah. Here we go. So there's fights for tomorrow. Yes, sir. My man, I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Me too. We're gonna go uh, polish some balls in the afternoon. The evening. We're gonna fight. 
I, uh, I gotta make out a floor plan tomorrow. Don't know how I volunteered for that. I gotta make a floor plan for tomorrow. For what? Well, I'm gonna polish balls for work, so we're kind of rowing the same boat. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate it here. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And I tell everybody at work, I, I got mental problems. Me too. Me fucking too. The only <laughs> one that can bite me off is me. Super stupid. Yeah, right? I mean, the dumbest American trait you could have, right here. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I got two out of three. <laughs> you got four of them. <laughs> Fuck you. You're welcome. Right off the cuff. Bam. Appreciate that. That's humor, folks. On that fucking note, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between, we'll catch you next week. Oh, bonfire.com. There you go. Catch you next week. Love y'all. Howdy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound, the saying that this is everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the wrap-up segment. So we're going to go ahead and let you know where to find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a follow. Go ahead and invite all your friends and family to the pages. Let them know where we're at. And if you could do us a huge solid wherever you find the podcast, be it Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Wherever you hear us and we invade you in your ear holes, could you please leave us a rating and a review? It helps new people find the show. And and last thing, last but not least, if you could, we would love to hear from every single one of you guys. If you could, please leave us a message anywhere, somewhere, be it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I've been preaching for a while now. If you get us on the Anchor app, you can go ahead and leave us a voice message. You could find yourself on the show asking us a question or calling us a bunch of idiots. Or personally, just me calling me an idiot because, you know, I don't know anything about this game or this show or however, whatever we cover. If you guys could, we would love to hear from you. And if, if those are too much of a hassle for you to get a hold of us on go ahead and just send us an old-fashioned email over at mike and josh teeth sasquatch at gmail.com we'd love to hear from everybody and we really wish somebody would get a hold of us one way one form or another we just want to talk about you guys because you know us we love to talk and we want to bring you guys involved into this so that all being said we all love you we appreciate you guys listening to us and we'll catch you next week